22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. I have two words for you guys for the first podcast of 2015. Holiday, wait. What? Not holiday, wait, like wait up. Not like wait, like I've, I have it. I definitely have it. I don't. You waited in the holidays? No, sure, I ate a lot in the holidays. <laughs> I mean, that's how I stay so beautiful and thin. I keep my girlish figure. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I well, just have a super fast metabolism. Well, I, I'm keeping in shape. Round's a shape. <laughs> <laughs> Round is a shape. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another, and not just another episode, the first episode of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later of 2015, yep. which would be episode 50, which yep. is a big monument for us. We, I didn't think we'd survive past 25. I didn't think I would let you survive past 25. <laughs> oh, please, the way you punch, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I already lost the pool. You was, lost the pool? How did you lose yeah. the whole pool? <laughs> Long story. He, ah. dates a, he dates a fat chick. <laughs> 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 I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, here with the man who could count in his head 20 times faster than any theater major we know. That's a shout out to our theater major friends. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Game's over, losers. I have all the money. Compare your lives to mine, then kill yourselves. Hmm. Wow, we're back to we're back to movie riddles. No, nope, um, not a movie. Is that what is it? It's TV show. It's Futurama. I have Futurama quotes out the wazoo. Oh boy! <laughs> well, I like the Futurama quotes as opposed to the Shakespearean stuff. Um, that can always come back. <laughs> <laughs> Please no. Um, and also to my right, the man who thinks that tanks are the answer to everything, even failing relationships. He's the man known as RT Square Ralph the Tech. There's times like this that I always think back. <laughs> To the great words of Socrates, who said, I drank what? Oh, <laughs> Greatest movie ever. Come on, who says it? <laughs> Which movie? I can't remember. What that was. Real Geniuses. Van That's Colbert. right. Real Geniuses. Do you remember that? I think it was just Real Genius. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. But I, I know I've seen part of it. I've never watched the whole movie. Wasn't Val Kilmer future yeah, Batman yeah, in that? I believe yes, so. Yes, he was. <laughs> I'm sorry. One time Batman? And he was great in that movie. Great. He was great. Well, Val Kilmer was actually a really good actor, and he was a lot of fun. And then he just got full of himself. <laughs> well, after after the after the doors movie, um, yeah, yeah, I think he kind of like was sucking his own dick. <laughs> but I don't think he was that flexible. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was just he just had okay. Yeah, people sucking his dick. But well, anyway, there's a lot of things going on for 2015. We're gonna get right. Really, a lot of dick sucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way a New Year should be. You should be getting your dick sucked at the beginning of, at the beginning of the new year. Did I say that? I, <laughs> I thought it was, you, you know, it's a New Year's kiss. I, I guess it, the location is... Oh, 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 they're kissing something. I'm just not kissing back. That's all. <laughs> all right. So, you know what? Let's strike up the podium and... Pre- oh, damn, already? The first bell of 2015? Nice. So, let's strike up the podium and prepare to hate. Oh, no, wait. That that, that was for Mike. Sorry about that. I never hate. <laughs> Whatever. Everyone else, let's get some news we could use. Let's go to the quick news. And now. The Quick News with Mike, the finance guy, and Ralph and Cap. Yeah, that popping sound was Cap sucking water. That was him. That wasn't me. I put mine on mute. <laughs> yeah, sure. Dude, you can't look at you. Blame the tech. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, this is what I have to work with going into 2015. Oh, it's already going to be a problem. And you here. love it. You keep coming back. Remember, I'm the guy who deletes the sounds and then just makes both of you look like fools. Oh, here we go. <laughs> There's no way during that intro you're going to be able to clean that up. Oh, trust me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, you got quick news, right? Oh, yeah. Come on. Nothing that pops, right? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Everybody should be watching Agent Carter starting January 6th in the United States. Anywhere else? I don't know what time it shows. In the United States? 
No, in the United States. Oh, okay, my bad. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's listening with Dominican ears now. <laughs> it's an eight-episode show over seven weeks. It's detailing the life of S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Peggy Carter following events after the first Captain America movie. Peggy balances her work for the Strategic Scientific Reserve. I love how I'm saying reserve. <laughs> while secretly assisting... Uh, I'm sorry. While secretly assisting Howard Stark, who finds himself framed for supplying deadly weapons to the top bidder. Carter is assisted by Stark's butler, Edwin Jarvis, to find those responsible and dispose of the weapons. Interesting. Yeah. Jarvis was a real person? Yeah. Yeah. In the comic book, he's been a, he was a real well, person. Well, he was always a real person in the comics. I mean, he was, he's, and still is. I mean, he's still alive in the 616 world. Right. In the ultimate world, he was killed off yes. by the Black Widow, actually, mm-hmm. before she was murdered. Yep. Um, the by, more by, you know. by Tony Stark. Um, but yeah, I mean, so this one, I, I guess that's what the. Uh, the homage to the computer being named Jarvis is I'm right. assuming that we'll find out that he must have been raising young Stark at some point or whatever, you know. I guess. I, and, and it's funny because I was wondering in the um in the Marvel movie universe why they went with the automated Stark, I mean the automated Jarvis, you know, personality as opposed to going to have him having a butler. But now, you know, I mean, I, I can see why now, but I kind of wish they would have went with the butler. But now hearing this, I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're, they're going to tie it all in and make it. I nice think it would have been cute if they had both. If he both, they were both named Jarvis. If he had a butler and then Jarvis was just annoyed that he named his computer AI Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would actually just been really funny. You think the average Joe would have been able to figure that out? The average Joe would have been like, what? They would have got lost. Right. Talk about how stupid humanity can be. Jarvis? Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It would have been actually really funny. But anyway, so they didn't do that. When Mike writes the show, that's what you're going to do, huh? <laughs> I'm looking forward to the show, though. I don't know. You guys looking forward to Peggy Carter? Oh, you'll know. Yeah, I'll know. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I've said before, I haven't watched a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. except to catch up on it. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Head shaking into 2015. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's one, of the, it's one of the only shows I'm missing right now, so I'm very happy about that. But yeah. I, I want to see if... How's Grimm? Uh, oh, I'm, not, I'm not looking to watch Graham. Fuck yeah. that. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, me, it's another good show. Yeah, he has no idea. Yeah, me and Fairy Tales. We'll get to the first part of the show later no on. Talk about how much I all love right. Fairy Tales. This, this was uh, six. <laughs> Thank you all. For oh, no, to you the show. can't do the ending. You only did the ending once. And that's when I wasn't here. That's one episode out of 50. <laughs> it was also Same known Graham. as the really good episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that nobody asks for. Everybody asks for it. Oh, they yeah. just don't tell you about it. <laughs> All right, all right. So, Pe- long and short, Peggy Carter. I think I want to look into it. The only thing, like I told you um, before the podcast, was how much of Agents of Shield is is it going to tie into? And like no. you said, is before Agents of Shield. Yeah. And I get that. But what I was saying was that there are some things that might come up in the show that might be big plot points. That you're like, that if you see Agents of Shield, you're like, oh, where me who hasn't seen it, I'm like, there okay, yeah. Be, so what? There might be things that have already happened in Agents of Shield that show up, like. Artifacts or, or computers, right? Or that's the most, but well, that's, that's what I'm saying. But, but I, mean, lot, I don't think you need to. A lot of those in. all moments, those all moments, or I see moments yeah, where I because mean, I haven't seen Agents of Shield, I'm like, okay, right. yeah, whatever. I just can't imagine that there'll be that much because I mean, one's going to try and push you towards the other, so you know. No, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm still going to check it out, okay. and then I'll probably have you guys saying, "Did you see that? Uh, what was the meaning of that?" Yeah, <laughs> did you see that big sign that said "Grod"? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're yeah. still, we're like, I just missed that one. Right? <laughs> I was watching it back and forth. All right, all right. <laughs> Try watching it forward. You know what's funny? I bet he, he, when he started watching it, he probably thought he was watching a, a cooking show or something. And then the big flash and everything. He's like, where's the food? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Shut up. I'm not all about food. He says after eating nine slices of pizza. Three <laughs> slices. Three. And they're thin. That's why. They're thin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were the only thing thin. Thin pizza. <laughs> they're, the only, they're the only thing thin. Now, can I get back to my quick news? You can if you can stop telling jokes. <laughs> All right, let me use my psychic powers to tell you what you will be doing on January 12th. 
You will be. Oh my God. That was psychic. You will be watching ESPN's College Football Championship in order to see the debut for the new Avengers Age of Ultron trailer. That's right. That's when they're showing it. That's right. Or if you're like me, you'll be looking at it online afterwards because I can't stand football. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see where that's so difficult for me. What? Men in tight clothing? Isn't that what you like? Uh, hitting each other with uh, hard plastic helmets? <laughs> <laughs> Causing know. concussions and, <laughs> and, and half of them being able to spell four-letter words? <laughs> Makes it easier for Mike to pick them up. Half? <laughs> <laughs> Half of them. <laughs> it is a lot of intelligent guys in football, as opposed to not you. after playing it for a few years. <laughs> well, so go for the young guys. <laughs> um, you might not like it. I love football. I'm going to be watching the game anyway because it's the first um, championship in playoff format for college. But to hear that Marvel is going to be premiering their um, their trailer, the the, the Age the, of Ultron, the, the the longer trailer, right? Because it's they already a, have two what's trailers. What's new? It's a new trailer. Yeah. Because they already have two trailers out. I don't know. I don't watch trailers very often. I what? After I watched the first one, because it just gives away more and more of the movie. I want to be surprised and entertained. <laughs> you don't want to be duped like Spider-Man 2? Oh. <laughs> and I had to start watching it on that one. Oh, man, I still, I'm like, oh, this should be good. What was I thinking? <laughs> but drank the Kool-Aid. But definitely. So January 12th. January 12th. All right, cool. Be the- there or be online. <laughs> on was the 13th Obviously you'll be online Yeah exactly <laughs> Alright All right. Well now it's been 7 years But you know who also thought Spider-Man 3 sucked Oh Sam Raimi Sam Raimi did Yep, yep. I In heard a recent that. interview On Chris Hardwick's Nerdist podcast Mr. Raimi admitted Quote It's a movie that just Didn't work very well I tried to make it work But I didn't really believe In all the characters So that couldn't be hidden From the people who love Spider-Man If the director doesn't love something It's wrong of them to make it When so many other people love it I think raising the stakes after Spider-Man 2 was the thinking going into it, and I think that's what doomed us. I should have stuck with the characters and the relationships and progressed them to the next step and tried not to top the bar, end quote. Wow. In the beginning of that quote, it sounded like he was throwing the writers under the, under the bus, but it sounds like he took responsibility to no, the No, it was his responsibility. Because yeah. you know. he, said, he said if the director doesn't love it, he shouldn't do it. So he said, I didn't love it, and I still did it, so yeah. it's my fault. Yeah, he just said it's a movie that just didn't work very well, and it did not. Yeah, that was being nice, though. <laughs> but 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 I think after how many years he finally says that seven years later yeah you know, shit that's when the statute of limitations of responsibility <laughs> that's what I was about to say yeah. I'm like I he can't be like a gag order <laughs> he can't be arrested for it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie sucked who was that the movie sucked and it was coming out in movie theaters um oh what's her name the one who played Electra oh um Jennifer Garner Jennifer Garner <laughs> well she just I mean, yeah she just hated that movie and she should have. <laughs> she she had the angriest puss face the entire movie, and it just was a horrible movie. You know, she, she was probably, damn it, Ben Affleck, I should have listened to you when you told me that not to do this movie after Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I marrying you? Because <laughs> I'll be Batman in tw- 10 years. <laughs> Has it only been 10 years? Or? Maybe a little more than that. When did Daredevil Matter come fact, out? 2013? Or, I mean, 2000, 2003 was Daredevil, I think. Was it? Oh. Yeah. God, that seems like such a 90s or, movie. Wow. It does. It just is that bad. But wow. Sam Raimi and finally admitting that that movie sucked. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, now, now you're, you're going to start saying you're right, huh, MFG? I knew I was right. I didn't need him to confirm <laughs> that one. That, that was an obvious one. Yep. 2003. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Now, sad to say, but more of your youth has been silenced. Since 1991, she was Gosselin Mallard, Chucky Finster, Bunny Rabat, Marty Sherman, Oblina, and even Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. 
But on December 22nd, 2014, Christine Kavanaugh passed away in Cedar City, Utah at the age of 51. Wow. The cause of death has not been provided. Oh, man. Yeah. And you named some of those um, characters, and I was very surprised that she played some of those. Yeah, she did a lot of male characters. But then again, especially younger male characters are often played by women. Right. Because their voices don't change. Like, like, like Bart Simpson. Yeah, exactly. At least Gosling was a girl. Yeah. I was about to say, it was one of the few characters that was actually a girl. Darkwing Duck. Uh, Darkwing yeah. Duck was pretty cool. That was, a great, that was a great show. Even yeah. though Gosling was my Darkwing least favorite character. Nah, she well, was just so, annoying. Well, 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 well rest <laughs> in peace, uh, Miss Kavanaugh. You did a great body work. Yeah. No, she did. Alrighty, I am going to just upset me, and I'm the one that wrote this damn part. I get upset every time I read it over. Alright, I'm going to upset a lot of other people, hopefully, because if you're not upset by this, we've got issues right off the bat. So, dig in. This is going to be a little bit hefty. So, what's DC Comics up to with Convergence? Oh. We know that part of the reason for the two-month-long weekly series is to cover DC he- DC's headquarter move from uh, New York City to Burbank, California during April and May. As we covered back a couple of episodes ago. Several, like months ago. Uh, but what else is hiding might be more uncomfortable than an angry hedgehog shoved up your rectum and told to twerk. <laughs> All right. That's pretty uncomfortable. So I've heard. Richard Gere says so. <laughs> All right. The basic convergent plot, and you're going to love this plot, both pre-New 52 and post-New 52 timelines exist. Brainiac has collected heroes and villains from both timelines, including alternate worlds, futures, continuities, etc. And faster than Marvel can say Secret Wars lawsuit, Brainiac traps everyone on a planet to battle it out. Wow, this seems so familiar. Wow. Luckily, it's novel. Okay, now what is the outcome of this? Well, we don't know that yet, but according to Scott Snyder for the Batman universe, quote, things will be very, very different in June. Very different, end quote. Oh, no. And in June, when Convergence ends and regular printing resumes, DC is going to treat several returning titles as a small-scale relaunch of the entire incontinuity line with several new ongoing series replacing some canceled ones. In fact, by the end of March, DC will be canceling 13 ongoing monthly titles and ending three weekly titles. That means there'll be 25 open slots. So what is to be canceled? Alrighty. Aquaman and the others, number 11, will be the final issue. Arkham Manor, number 6. Batman Eternal at number 52. uh, Batwoman at number 40. Green Lantern New Guardians at number 40. Infinity Man and the Forever People at number 9. Clarion at number six, Red Lanterns at number 40, Secret Origins at number 11, Star Spangled War Stories featuring G.I. Zombie number eight, that's a mouthful, <laughs> Swamp Thing number 40, Trinity of Sin number six, and World's Finest number 32. I'm trying to figure out where I care about any of those. Oh, those titles, um, except for Batwoman. Batwoman was, was a great title and then it, it fell apart ages ago. Um, and World's Finest just I'll never say World's Finest up. maybe. Uh, World's never. Finest, you know. It tried too hard. But, um, it just angers me that once again we're getting some form of a continuity shift. Again. Again. DC You have gone too far. <laughs> it really is. I I, I, I can't you're press the fuck you button. <laughs> I can't take much more fuck of you. their Thank you. of their timeline manipulating. It, it's 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 too soon, it's too much, it's too often. But let me ask this, and this is just me playing devil's advocate. You're also the person that was hating what they did before. Would you have preferred them to write themselves out of this hole? So, well, because, because when, when the original, began, right. you were like, you know, you said, oh, we'll give it a try. And then when you saw what they were doing about a couple months later, you, you know, and I, and I think it was before even this podcast started, yeah. you were talking about, you know, it's really horrible what they've done, you know, four Robins and seven years for Batman. Oh, well, five amongst, years. Among, five years. <laughs> uh, amongst all that other stuff. Now, would you prefer DC to write themselves out of it? Or because right now they're doing exactly what 
they, they think that, that you know they've been asked to do relaunch start all over again no one's day. asking them to relaunch no one asked them to ever relaunch this is them this is not any fan want when they made the original crisis right that was a mistake because they screwed up their world because they could never figure out a way to meld the two it took them what almost 20 years or if not 20 years and then they finally did another crisis right okay and that fucked things up then they did some other i think they had some kind of minor thing and then they had the flashpoint paradox right which is where we are now with the new 52 point is you fucked up every time this is not going to be any better this can't be any better just stick with it make it better you screwed up. That's Deal with it. So, just make it. Better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you just so you, so you would have preferred them to kind of stick with their guns and stay with what they had and work with it now. Right. Well, think about it. I mean, well, at least for me, they haven't proved that they have any kind of track record of success. No, you're right. I mean, you Absolutely. know, after the crisis, if let's say a year later after the initial crisis, they try to fix something up, you can go, okay, fingers crossed. After 20 years, then you try and fix it and you screw it up even more. Yeah. And then you fix it one last time with the we'll never touch this. It cannot be redone. The da 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 new fifty two timeline, and you fuck it up even worse. <laughs> do you think it's better if they just forget about continuity and just do stories? They've almost done just that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Um, I mean, they. Like, we were talking once before, and I mean, you know, like I said, there's always differing views on it, and that's fine with it. But they have lost almost their entire reservoir of heroes now because of with the relaunch. Everything that happened, even after the first crisis, all those characters, I mean, they pretty much reintroduced mostly their entire world after the first crisis. And a lot of it, not most of it, but a lot of it even after the, uh, what was it, Infinity Crisis? Was that what it was called? Or? What was it? Yeah, Infinity Crisis. Yeah. Um, you know, they still introduced a large amount of back, but it's been going on, no, it's been three years now for the New 52, and they have relaunched, I'm not even talking about as full titles, I'm talking about even introduced in books, so little of their world. Mm-hmm. That by this point, you know that none of these meetings and whatnot, they can't have happened anymore. Right. So they, they just seem to have given up on like almost their entire property list. And I think that's so weird. No, I, I, I agree with you. Let alone one, a kick in the face to all the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like um, they were damned either way once they started. It's kind of like what Mike, Mike and I were talking the other day about um, cooking. Because Mike, as we say, is is, is a pretty okay. Um, you you talking okay about show. cooking? What a surprise! Shit, in <laughs> me and food. There it goes. That's the theme for this day. But Mike and I were talking about cookie baking because my cookie baking skills are horrible. And Mike kind of helped me out with something. And he talked about the fact that once you already fuck up a recipe, it's kind of hard to go with that. Like for for example, you're making cookie dough and you fuck up the cookie dough. You can't add anything to it to make it better. To a degree, you kind of gotta scrap it and start all over. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's what, you know, I feel like um, DC's damned either way. Well, if, if you're an alchemist, you don't agree with that. Right. Well, I mean, there is something. Like I said, <laughs> but see, the only difference here is that it's so soon after. You figure it's been, they have rebooted their universe. This will be, I mean, granted, this will be supposedly, I guess, more minor reboots or reboot-ish in there. But this will be their third time in, what, seven years? No, I would say 10 years because it's been about almost yeah, 10 years since let's go, let's go with 10. Let's go yeah, nice even number. Yeah. Infinite Crisis, I think, was in 2004. So in 10 years, they have, this will be their third reboot of a universe. Now, this is the killer is they keep rebooting the universes to make themselves more appealable to younger audiences. Now, how much do you think an audience is going to sit there and sit there and go, so wait, this is now no longer in imports and those few i mean granted it's still quite a few but those few people that still buy the paper with hopes that it might become worth something nope everything you bought is worth nothing now yeah i mean you know because the, the old stuff is only worth something because it's just so damn old and there's you know only a few copies here and there right 
everything you've bought is just worthless now. Absolutely. You know, because it's no longer holds to the history. And so according to your logic, eventually everything's just going to turn into Teen Titans Go like oh. animation. Yeah. Or what was that? Like that they had like an Avengers like kitty version toned down that looked like like freaking the animation was just like like round bodies. It was like Avengers oh, United or something one. like that. Avengers United. Oh, oh, you mean it wasn't that was Phineas and Ferb? Oh, oh, leave Phineas and Ferb alone. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Phineas was good. Yeah, Such well, a hater. Whatever. Continue, Mike. <laughs> anyway, anyway, good news, everyone. Oh, we finally got good news. All right, all right. Here's something gamers everywhere have been waiting for. They've been waiting for this even more than a bodysuit that recycles bodily waste into Doritos and Mountain Dew. <laughs> and you know you've been waiting for that. That's in the works. It's, it's in the works. 2016. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's right. I'm talking. Kingdom Hearts 3. I know everyone's like, huh? dum, dum, dum. all right, now simmer down, everybody. <laughs> it's not coming out yet or anytime soon. Uh, but the God. Disney um, slash Squire en- Enix mashup action RPG series might be benefiting from Disney acquisition since Kingdom Hearts 2 was released in 2005. It's hard to believe that's been 10 years. Yeah. Uh, the game's director and designer, Tai Yuse- uh, Yasui, indicated that Marvel and Star Wars characters are under consideration. Yasui told a reporter, quote, I can't go into specifics, but there's a lot of new Disney stuff, and we have our plates full. There's a lot to consider. We're looking at all of Disney, the new ones as well, and they have a lot to pull. Of, they have a lot of pull and draw. Uh, they're all under consideration. Nothing's off limits. We're considering all the worlds. There are so many wonderful concepts. End quote. So I should make it a little fun game. I see. I've seen Kingdom Hearts there. You uh, no, know, I, okay. our, 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 one of our former uh, guest panelists here, uh, P. Pa- Tango. P. Tango. Pa- Patrick is a big fan of it, and I know he's looking forward to uh, three coming out. And so he might actually not only have uh, three coming out, but with some Star Wars in there as well. I love, I love Kingdom Hearts. I'm a big fan, a fantasy fan. Um, I, I've always liked SquareSoft and, and what they've done with um, a lot. Was it SquareSoft? Square uh, Enix. Square Enix. Square Enix. SquareSoft is the original um, name of the company. Um, but I, I love what they've done with those, those kind of games. I just there's something about having Marvel and Mickey in the same universe. I'm just not, I don't know what is your I'm problem with Marvel it. and Mickey because I'm I'm like those are two totally different universes. Keep them separate. That's it. Done. You, I mean, yeah, you, you had Bugs Bunny once with DC, but they don't do it very often. They do it like once in a blue because they know to keep them separate. Keep uh, those guys separate. But they're not putting the universe. It's a video game. How many times we've seen um the, the whole Disney universe? Meshing it with Marvel. I mean, Fans and Ferb just did it. Like we joked around her up before. Yeah, but what else has been doing it? I know they've done it in a couple of other um, small little shorts that they've done that. I'm just like, oh, they're going to keep doing it more and more and more. I'm just not a fan. I like Kingdom Hearts. I like the inclusion of this of all these universes, but it's just like, it's like pork chops and chocolate. It just doesn't seem right. Yeah, a good moly is actually really good with pork chops. I don't like moly. How do you not like moly? I don't like moly. Taking away your Spanish roots. I've never liked. I'm not Mexican. Um, Kingdom Hearts, just because I've never liked Final Fantasy. You what? Hear, you hear that, Patrick? He's gonna. You have someone to kill now. <laughs> Patrick, come back to the show. Bring some bloodlust. For, for me, I said this before. Final Fantasy was like so fucking boring because it took so goddamn long. Really? You know? I've never played Final and Fantasy. And then the, the turn-based fighting system was just so goddamn annoying. Oh. Wow, I disagree with you on that. But, I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, could care less. <laughs> I, I'll say pick up Kingdom Hearts. Pick one of the Kingdom Hearts and play it and then tell me what you feel. I did play Kingdom Hearts, the first one. Let's try the second one. And then I was like, after the first one, I said, no, hell no, I'm not playing this game ever again. <laughs> wow. I even beat it. it. I wonder if Square Enix came out with a zombie game, how would he feel? <laughs> oh, I drive a tank through that game. 
<laughs> but interesting. All right, I'm wondering what who they're gonna who they're gonna take from each property for um for that game. That's interesting. All right, yeah, yeah if at all. But it's just nice knowing that it's out there. I think it's a, it's a good thing to do because it just helps build up for both uh, for all their um their acquisitions. Actually, yeah. okay, it's a good way of getting out there. All right, I have one more thing. Now it's not news, but I wanted to start the new year by saying something that we should have mentioned in 2014. I'd like to thank Johans in Sweden for making our base of listeners international. Johans. Yeah. Johans may not be our only overseas listener, but he's the only one we're aware of. So, so thanks <laughs> he's again. He's the most vocal one. Exactly. So thanks again. And uh, Johans, get some other Swedish nerds to listen in and start commenting on our Facebook page too. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you listening and watching out for our site. And speaking of the Facebook page. Yes. Does anyone ever go to it? Including the people here. Shame on you all. <laughs> I check it out every once in a yeah. while. I share it. Yeah, whatever. Get to that Facebook page. I work hard on putting that crap up there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that crap. <laughs> crap, wow. Hey, it's excellent crap. Only it's the good stuff is called crap. Actually, actually that, that collage you did where, where, where you put everything individually, Mike's like one of those type A personalities. Like, no, no, no. There's no collage that have the heroes I want. I'm nope. going to create a collage myself. That's right. Well, <laughs> the, the, the Stan Lee one, I, when I made it, I, I wanted to use as uh, much of the original costumes of all the characters. Right. So that took a while. It looked awesome. It, yeah. lo- it looked great. That was a lot of fun. Plus, it also gives people to try and name them all. Can you all name them all? I know. I couldn't name 10. <laughs> wow, I know. There's 42 characters up there, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah, still. Th- yeah, 32 I was pretty happy with. What about you, Ralph? I named like 600 of them. Out of thirty-two, that's pretty. Yeah, out of forty-two, that's pretty. There good. goes lying Ralph again, <laughs> and he's not even watching TV. So now I'm wondering what is he doing, and his phone's not on. Oh shit! Oh, this is uh, twenty fifteen. Sweaty profusely is what he's doing now. Oh, oh, old age is setting in. Are you talk about me. <laughs> it's twenty fifteen, Ralph. It's the new or improved Ralph. Wow. The, whoa. <laughs> what is it? Blank sheet, Ralph. <laughs> yes. Nice. All right. Well, we like that. So that's all I got. No, well, that's good. I mean, anybody else got any of the quick news? Well, no, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> Um no, I ain't got nothing. Okay, the same old Ralph. It's the same <laughs> old Ralph. Oh well, oh you Sherlock fans who are anticipating it's coming out soon. When soon? Uh, they said summer twenty fifteen. Summer twenty fifteen. That's not soon. Or was it twenty sixteen? That's oh really God. not soon. It was somewhere in the two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> Before Benedict Cumberbatch dies, he's going to have a new Sherlock out. Well, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch has a lot of things on his plate, from what I yeah, understand. He does. It's a lot of things. Yeah, he's a big eater. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not a singer, which brings me to <laughs> which brings me to the first part of our podcast. The most um, forced and horrible segue I've ever heard. <laughs> forced? It was like kinda like this movie, me going to it. All right. Wow. So we're uh, gonna we're well, gonna No, go you, you haven't heard um Paul Blart's segue, because that thing must be screaming like a bitch after his weight on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you had to see Ralph's face. Did you see he was so happy with himself? <laughs> he, he's like looking for the button, like, where's the button? Where's the button? <laughs> yeah. All right. So our our first First half of our first half of 2015, and I apologize already to Big Kev because Big Kev's like, we're fucking talking about fairy tales. I'm fast forwarding. So fast forward, Kev. <laughs> Even though if you want to hear hating, the hating will not be from Mike this time. <laughs> I don't hate ever. What a fucking liar! I'm so, honest. He, he not a hater. Hate. He just tells what he truly feels, <laughs> and, and it comes out as hate. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about... It's hate adjacent. Motherfuckers, can we get to it? <laughs> hate adjacent. We're going to be talking about the the new movie that Disney released called Into the Woods. Ooh. And with a synopsis before I go on a rant is MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. All righty. Into the Woods, the 2015 film adaptation of the Stephen Sondheim and James Lapine 1987 Broadway musical of the same name. The story follows the wishes and quests set off by entangled plots from several Brothers Grimm fairy tales 
primarily Little Red Riding Hood, Jack and the Beanstalk, Rapunzel, and Cinderella. Now, before I start the synopsis, let me make this very clear for anyone that wants to see this. It is a musical. There's not just a <laughs> song in it. It's an actual musical. We'll get to that in a second. I'm good with that. I just want you to know. All right. So the synopsis. The mean witch next door to a childless baker and his wife offers to remove the curse she placed on the baker's home if she's brought four items in three days' time. The items are a cow white as milk, not the singer Adele. Um, oh. It's true. A cape as uh, red as blood, not simply a big used tampon. Oh, Hair as yellow as corn. She didn't say the curtains had to match the drapes. And the slipper is pure as gold. What, you thought I had something to say about that? All right. <laughs> All right. Obtaining these items bring the baker and his wife in contact with Jack, the special needs beanstalk climber, <laughs> Little Red Klepto Riding Hood, Easy A Rapunzel, Prick Tease Cinderella, and a douchey prince that's charming but not sincere. Now, with plots more faithful to the actual tales than Disney taught us, can even Captains Kirk and Jack Sparrow help this group live happily ever after? Eh, doubtful. <laughs> all right. Now, this movie is starring everyone in all of Hollywood, but primarily it's Meryl Streep as the witch, mm-hmm. Emily Blunt as the baker's wife, James Corden as the baker, Anna Kendrick as Cinderella, Chris Pine as Cinderella's prince, Johnny Depp as the wolf, Lilla Crawford as Little Red Riding Hood, Mackenzie Mosey as Rapunzel, Daniel Huddleston as Jack, Tracy Allman as Jack's mother, and Christine Baranski as Cinderella's stepmother. All right. All right. Good stuff. Um, all right. So let's get right into it. Into the woods. I want to start off with, do you have the fight bell on? Wow. I fucking hate musicals. Oh, my God. I can't even lie. You hate Grease? Okay. I, oh, no. no. Oh, okay. suddenly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me put it out there. Out of, out, of all of the, out of all the different types of, of drama, all the different types of performance pieces, like, you know, um, musicals are probably very low on my list, with the exception of maybe Grease. I even hate West Side Story. I mean, really? Yeah, I hate West Side Story. The only Puerto Rican... Don't get me started about the Puerto Ricans and all that stuff. But yeah, so out of all of the types of, I guess, performance pieces that you can see with drama, musicals are probably bottom of my list. But I'm willing to see it. I guarantee you one that he'd be at right away. I am Optimus Prime. See how I transform. <laughs> da, hey, da, hey. Da, da. The Geeks on the go has a question about that. And because I remember when they were talking about making Batman, putting it on Broadway and making it a musical. And I was so like, are you fucking kidding well, me? Well, they did it in England, I believe. They did it in England, yeah. but they were going to bring it over here. But I remember in, in the, the mid-90s, they had put an article saying they were going to do that. And it just, it just never happened. So be, that being said... I, I'm already going to tell the audience I'm a little tart when it comes to musicals. I have my one or two that I like. And shout out to Big Joe, Joey Bags. He loves musicals. He loves him a musical. He's always like all about musicals. I can't. So when it started off with the singing, the best part, Gigi leaning over and going, is this a musical? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. She goes, really? I thought she was going to sing one song. I'm like, nope. It's a musical. Nope. Musical. <laughs> Get used to it. It's a musical. So now, now that we got that out the way, how did you guys? What What are some lasting memories of of Into the Woods, good or bad? Well, one of the the bad memories was the agonizing agony song with <laughs> Chris Pine and his brother singing there. I actually kind of thought that was kind of funny. It was funny, but it's just. I mean, I felt the beginning. I mean, the beginning. I always joke around on the show and I talk about I don't like um, fairy tale shows like um, Once Upon a Time. So for me to watch this was, you know, I wa- you know I'm d- there with, you know, a little like tongue in cheek, kind of like ready to pat- pot jokes on it. It wasn't bad in the beginning, but I felt like I was waiting for the twist the whole time. 
because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so, I never, I never heard about. I've heard of Into, Into the Woods, but I never heard of what the show was about. Right. So I didn't know what was this. Is was this just a mixing or an entanglement of all the um, the um, fairy tales, and then that was just going to be it. So I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Right. Well, actually, a lot of times when uh, when schools perform the play, that is pretty much it. It's just the, the, a lot of well, it's the younger school ages they don't usually go into the other side of the story. Oh wow, okay. Well, I, I, I understand why. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, what's well, got um, infidelity? You know, yeah, people giving birth out of wedlock. I mean, it's just got a whole bunch of stuff going on too. Yeah, because there are differences between death. the stage version. Yeah, a lot of death um, between the stage version and the screen version. There's are, there's quite a few things, and some of them are large enough that they kind of stand out. You know, right. Um, like some songs were cut out, that's fine. And there was two new songs added to the movie, actually, but only one is in the movie. The other will probably get released on the DVD or something like that. Right. Um, but in the play, in the musical, Rapunzel has twins. So yeah, you know, she pretty much just puts it out for any guy that climbs up that rope. But uh, <laughs> but uh, she has twins, but she later dies on the stage as well. Oh wow! Yeah, um, the baker's father that showed up as a ghost uh, towards the end of the movie, he actually shows up throughout the the, the musical as the, the mysterious man. So he's actually trying to guide his son along and taunt oh. him into making better decisions. Um, also, Cinderella and Rapunzel's princes grow bored and frustrated with their marriages and leave their wives, and then find love with Snow White and Sleeping Beauty, respectively. And then Ooh. also at one point, because the narrator is constantly on stage in the musical, so he's on stage and he's offered talking about like what's going on and yeah. the bad decisions that the characters are making and stuff like that so that when the giant comes down and demands jack for the sacrifice and they're trying to figure out what to do they actually sacrifice the narrator but it doesn't work the, the giant just kills the narrator but the, <laughs> it's, it's not what he wanted or she see, wanted like, you see, know? that would have been clever i like that wish they would have included well, that would have been weird though like to see this guy just wandering around the town trying to describe what's going on but but, but i think that that would have made it a lot more interesting than your typical fairy tale, whatever, 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 you know. And I guess because it's Disney, they have a certain type of tale that they're looking for. Well, Disney was just flat out. I mean, because uh, Sondheim said he goes, "It's it's a pretty faithful adaptation of his play, and it really is. I've seen the musical before, but but Disney was very clear. They were like, you will not kill Rapunzel. They just flat out. They were like, you know, wow. you won't do that. That's not what we will allow for this movie. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, so, so the, like, they'll put it on the DVD. Put so, once DVD. again, the Disney controversy continues. A mother dies. Um, the baker's the baker's wife. Yeah, not the, uh, two moms died. Well, actually, a couple moms yeah, died. Actually, three. Yeah, <laughs> three moms because the giantess but, is, the, is the mother. She dies. But uh, Cinderella and Rapunzel, they've got to live. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cinderella lived anyhow. Well, well, yeah. It was only Rapunzel's death that they had a problem with. Um, and like I say, like, what's really interesting is Sondheim was talking to. Um, a group of uh, of students, like I think more high school age students, I think could have been more junior high, I'm not sure, and and their teachers and whatnot, and they were going on about some of the changes that were being made and stuff like that. And one of the teachers was asking, you know, you know why, blah 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 blah, and he was explaining it. But he said that you know he goes to all of you that are out there that are creative. It doesn't matter if it's four plays or musicals. He said if you're creative in any kind of way, and if someone is now going to um, take part in your life like a big business and either sponsor it fully or own it in certain ways they like he said it's great the idea that you have to stick with your principles and not change he goes but it's unrealistic right he goes you know you have to know when to make your battles he goes and most of them you will find are not worth it if you want to go to that next level right you know, like, you know he, now he didn't put it in this way but it's like call it all if you want but you know it's either that or you just go into obscurity yeah and that's great but you know, you have your principles, but that's all you got. You'll, be, you'll have your principles, you'll be poor. Yeah. I hope your principles keep you warm at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But um, pull up another principle. I'm chilly. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 actually, Ralph, can you do me a favor? Could you press the button that we forgot to press at the beginning of this? Warning: This segment may contain spoilers. So leave Cap and Mike. <laughs> haven't so, spoiled anything yet. Yeah, well, you haven't sp- you haven't said anything yet. <laughs> oh, because I, I was talking, and then some bald guy interrupted me. Wow. Well, do you have something to say? Huh? You have something to say? Yeah, I have something to say. Go ahead. But you're gonna that. listen. All right, Damn. Go All right. One of the things that I really enjoyed about the movie was um, the baker. He was really funny throughout the oh, whole thing. And um, I was actually introduced to James Corden, his acting skills in uh, Hulu original series that he was in called The Wrong uh, the Wrong Men. Okay. And oh, okay. he was just funny throughout that whole series. So seeing him on here, and also he was in Doctor Who. Right. Seeing him on the, on the screen, I was expecting, you know, that like that quirky little yeah. funny kind of guy. And he didn't fail. But he was like also caring and loving for his wife. And he's like, I have a, a duty to fulfill. But then just the scene with him. <laughs> duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe you did that, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> The scene where he tries to take Red Riding Hood's cape, mm-hmm. and then she's like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, oh, I, just, I, I was just making sure that you, you protect yourself. And that you really wanted it. That you really <laughs> wanted the cape. And it seems that you really did. So, you know, you could just take it. He was fun. He was definitely a lot of fun. I mistaken him for somebody that played in Avenue Q. He had a very similar body type. Oh, okay. and um, So, oh, I thought he was. All Brits look alike to you, huh? No, he's not. I didn't even know he was a Brit. I didn't know he was a Brit. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. but Such a Brit hater. But yeah. uh, No, no, I'm just a musical hater, which I'm going to keep going. Um, everybody, I felt, was just kind of annoying. I felt Anna Kendrick's portrayal of Cinderella was a little annoying. I felt uh, the only one that I liked and I watched and I was like, I can't wait to hear what she says next is Meryl Streep. She was so good. Well, Meryl Streep was fun. And she, that just goes without saying, because Meryl Streep is just so good. And she was, and she had some really good lines. Yeah, she, her and her comedic timing and just, you know, mm-hmm. the, um, her inflections on, on certain things. I can see other older actresses playing it different. Right. And just the way she played it, a lot of fun. You know, you definitely wanted to hear her reply to things. Right. At least, or at least I did. Yeah, no, I mean, I, like I said, I thought, I, well, I loved it from beginning to end. Um, see, the thing is that some of the... the and I don't know if this is what it worked with you. I didn't find any of them to be annoying as as acting wise. I found them to be annoying as characters, but that was also, I think, more more the attention, uh, the intent of the thing. In other words, it's as much as they are the the fairy tales. They're not even even when they're still in that more fairy tale like stage. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to be that perfection of a fairy tale. They actually are. It's like imagine if it was still a fairy tale, right. but it was real people. Think about it. Think about all the characters we know from fairy tales. They'd be annoying as fuck. No, you're right. In real life. Like imagine I mean, like imagine if Snow White was like, you would just smack that bitch upside the head. (laughs) She would annoy you in a heartbeat. Like you'd be like, I now I know why your sisters hate you. (laughs) You And and you have all the like the the little furry creatures flying around her. You just get your shotgun, you'd be like, Exactly. It's hunting season. Yeah. And you know, so I mean so I think some of that is that is that what we when we either watch the Disney fied versions um, in cartoons or when we hear the, the, the fairy tales spoken to us from uh, the Grimm fairy tales themselves, I think that perfection, is it doesn't seem so artificial. But then I think in a much more real-life situation, you would realize these people are annoying. And I hear that, and, and that makes sense, because you're saying, you know, if you play it to the umpteenth power of perfection and, and fairy tale, like, they would be annoying in real life. To, to pretty much bring them back down to real life, where they have flaws and where they, you know, where they... Aren't the perfect well, suddenly person. that that 
that overly optimistic attitude becomes annoying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, we're not talking about just being an optimist. That's great, but, but you're overly so. But, but the thing is, it was so much to the point that I didn't find a lot of them likable. I, I didn't find I didn't find Rapunzel like. See, because I understand what you're saying, you, and it's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. That if they were in real life, they'd be too annoying. But when they were on screen, it was just kind of like, like I really didn't have any feelings for um, Cinderella to finally get with the prince, only because the only reason I wanted to get with the prince is because that's what the story says. Well, but but and that, but I, mean, I never again, felt bad, but you know, right? But I mean, again, and not to try and persuade, but just to put another spin of course, on yeah, it. No, go, please look at it is that I think, at least for me, that's also part of it. It's just that it's, it's again, if you try to take that in the real life, would you give a damn? Like her reasons for wanting to to meet to be with the prince really damn shallow like yeah. if she was even your friend you'd be like why do you want to go to this ball yeah. like okay. and it turned out she didn't really want to go to the ball like right. like like that was the whole thing is that you know because the, and as we had already talked about this that the the it's the story itself is like a fantastic example of the folly of life as adults using the tools of children to survive so that you have the overall story is an allegory of adult of adulthood we talked about that but right? the woods themselves are a metaphor of life because they're they can be dark they're scary they have twisting paths right. you can very easily get lost in them you know so that's um, that's a metaphor of life so that at least for me when i watch the film again i do find the characters to be annoying but not in a way that puts me off i find them to be annoying because they're not grown up. They're 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 thinking like, well, if I only had this, and that's the whole thing. It starts off with everyone making a wish. No and one's trying to actually I do wish, what they need to do. I wish, they I want wish. the easy road out. And what's interesting you know? is I didn't latch on to that theme. And as and but like I told you in the theater, I'm like, if I didn't watch it with you, I probably would have liked the movie even less. Because once you explain, I'm like, oh, well, okay, well, I can see well that you know how that connects, and, and that's right. the point they're making. And and that and I'm like, well, that's awesome. But I feel like they didn't drive that home. And, and and I felt like you know that even the part where because they tie, they do tie it in at the end where right. where they have Cinderella saying I wish right you know as kind of you know the way to tie it in but it took me a while to kind of and then you said well that's what they're trying to do it took me a while to right. tie it well, in well remember like um, right after the when the first act ends of the movie uh, in the movie and you're going to celebrate the you know the wedding of the prince of Cinderella and everybody else has got you know the baker and the wife have their baby the which is lifted um, curse has been lifted she's young blah 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 everyone's got what they wanted basically. Um, and he goes, you know, we can now live happily ever. And that's when the giant shows up. And, you know, so it stopped him from even saying happily ever after because now life was taking over. That's where we found out that, sure, the prince and princesses have met. The princes and princesses, I should say, have met. But neither are really that happy with each other, you know. Right. Um, the witch, you know, she's got her youth back, but she's lost her magic, which is part of what she was, you know. Right. The, 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 the husband and wife, the baker and the wife, they now have this kid that's, it's a kid. It has needs. It cries. You know, like yeah. it's this whole thing. Um, so that even by the end of the movie, where it's resolved, and like I said, I mean, there's lots of death. You know, um, you know, the baker's wife, she dies. Uh, you know, they said the whole town is practically destroyed. Right. Yeah. The whole town. I mean, Granny was dead. She was killed off scene. You know, screen right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Basically, most of the town is dead. Cinderella doesn't go with the prince. The prince has moved off because he actually had an affair quickly with the baker's wife and stuff like that. That the end song. Um, one of the one of the last parts in the song is into the woods and out of the woods and happily ever after, but then when it fades out the music, you still get Cinderella's very last words. Even though this is her happily ever after, I wish, because you're still not happy. Right, and that's just how life is. In other words, no matter how happy you think you are, once you get it, you want something else now. I mean, you know, I mean, and again, yeah. it doesn't you know mean life is a bad thing. It's just you know. What I always say, familiarity breeds contempt. The more you're around it, now you're just like, oh, now I want something else. For, for me, what saved the movie was the fact that, that, I mean, not what saved it because that was what was part of the storyline, but I'm glad that they had that second part of the movie because, and the second part of the movie felt different. 
it yeah. just, oh, the, it is. 100. It, it felt different from when you said the giant shows up and is like, you know, what the fuck? You know, he's pretty pissed off, and everything starts turning. You know, turning to be different. It was a. I remember falling asleep, and and I and I watched the whole movie, but I was kind of dozing in and out because it was like, okay, yeah, we're you know the Red Riding Hood and and, and the Big Bad Wolf, which we haven't even talked about some of these actors that played Johnny Depp. Well, underused, fantastic. Oh yeah, right. I, I, it, well, the wolf well, doesn't have a big part. Well, of course, yeah. But you know, I was like that, Johnny Depp. Why wow, that, that? That that's it. He did such a good job at that. I, it felt I felt like picking up my phone and dialing nine one one and saying, oh, "Hey, yeah. there's a child predator in oh, the yeah. woods." Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. He was so he, it was so oh, creepy. It just it was disturbing. And by the way, and the use that's of words toned down. Yeah. I'm not joking. He yeah, was saying that before. That they was... toned that down because Disney was like, you know, yeah, we want a lot more of the pedophilia removed from that. And so this was a toned down version of the play. Wow. And it was it was um, smart wordplay that they yeah. used. A lot of smart wordplay. Yeah. But between him and Tracy Ullman, I mean, besides that, I mean, like the movie was just kind of like, you know, I felt like it was doing the connect the dots. Okay, the stories are going to intertwine and you're going right. to figure out one has to do another. Okay, whatever. And then when the giant showed up and, you know, after um, what she went for the wedding, right. I was like, Okay, it's a little bit different. And I remember from there, I felt like it picked up. And what you were talking about, where everybody not getting their happy ever after, or people having issues with what the things they got, that was very, that was very interesting. I definitely liked that. Yeah. Well, also the um, the one of the last songs besides the finale of Into the Woods um, is when the baker is singing, or not, he's not singing. He's starting to talk to um, his son. Who is next? Now he's a single dad. Cinderella's willing to, you know, help around the place. He also now is responsible for Jack and Red Riding Hood because they no longer have family. And um, so he's telling the story of Into the Woods, basically. He's basically telling how this all started. Yeah. And the the dead wife is there as a ghost moment and she's telling him, Careful what you say, children will listen. And, you know, and it's very true. It's just because that's a lot of things too. It's, you know, be careful what you tell your children. Because this is what's going to shape how they make their lives work. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, too. So when you think about, like, pre in the first act, you know, probably these people were raised on a lot of fairy tale type stories and they tried to live them and that didn't work. Right. <laughs> you know. So I, mean, but, I just but once think again, it's a, clever, a re- yeah. that's a really clever point. I just feel like yeah. it was, oh, I mean, I just felt like it was overshadowed. Like, like maybe I have to watch it again. But I, I mean, I was. Maybe you, you should somehow go back in time and watch the original on stage. I don't go. I mean, this is always but, playing. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's always coming back. And but back. I would, but I would. Is it coming? Uh, I haven't seen it come back in Broadway in a while. It hasn't. I mean, it hasn't been for a little bit. I don't know when it's going to be up next. And mind you, people are like, but, 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 Cap, didn't you just say that you know that you don't like musicals? I don't like musicals, but it's something about the live performance that's kind of fun. I, yeah. I can, I can name two or three musicals that I loved: Hairspray being one, Rent being one, and Grease. Those are the, those are the other ones. But even if you don't like a musical, to watch everything come together, that's fun. Right. And I think Ralph definitely brings up an excellent point. Maybe if I saw the original, how it was in the, how the writing was intended mm-hmm. without being edited by Disney, I wonder if I would have got the themes that you're saying. Because remember, I'm not saying that you wouldn't have got the themes if you would have saw the movie, but you already came up with an idea of what the movie was about because of the musical and what the themes were about because of the musical. So when you come watching the movie, you're like, well, I see what they were getting at or what, you know, the things that they were supposed to be talking right. about. Me, as somebody watching the movie, I'm like, hmm. All right. I mean, well, don't forget that when I saw the so, Broadway play, it was the first time I saw it. So it was no different. I mean, you still had to kind of. No, but I'm saying the Broadway play is, is closer to the original type. 
to the original story right. than the movie. The movie, you, you know, right, but t- it still doesn't it doesn't ham fist it anymore. I mean, like it's still a musical. I mean, it just still tells its story through music. So yeah. I mean, it's still the same. I mean, like I was saying, right. it's really not that far off from the 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 actual. Um, Stage version. Look, I was just curious. But it's still good. Yeah. I mean, I like I, said, I enjoyed it either way, but so, I thought it was beautiful to look at. I mean, do you think the visual? Oh, nice? visual. Oh, visually, it was great. Yeah. So w- when you watch the movies, you're a caveman. <laughs> when, when I don't get something, yeah. <laughs> You've sat next to me before when I don't get something. When you, when you slap me, cap, 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 cap. Do you see that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I thought it was um, the movie was beautiful. I enjoyed the songs. I, I, you know, like I said, they may not have been great toe tapping numbers, but I thought they were fun. But um, one thing about the movie, and also for uh, listeners out there. It's not that there's anything over the top adult about the movie, but it's not a movie for the whole family, and I like that about it. It is. I'll agree with that. Right, because it, because it, if that. it was a movie for the whole family, it, they would have to basically remove the purpose of the film, which is to tell you that life kind of sucks as an yeah. adult. Um, it's definitely. I mean, I would definitely say that thirteen and above. You know, PG thirteen. I, I mean, just because I think the second half is going to be very weird heavy for, 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 for anyone kids. that's like you know ten. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, it's not, again, nothing horrible is going to happen. I mean, when, like, when parents die, it's not like they're dying, like, bullet riddled and blood is everywhere. It's nothing <laughs> like that. Do you know what it reminds me of when you're talking about how certain ages should not be watching this? Mm-hmm. Has anybody ever seen Return to Oz? Yeah. Wait. Return oh, to yeah, Oz, yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. by Disney? Yeah, yeah. That was a movie that should have been, and I think it might have even been PG-13. I don't know. Well, I, actually, I think it may be old enough that I don't even know if there was PG-13 at the time. You want to know something? What? Into the Woods is rated PG. Is it really? PG? Wow. I mean, again, it doesn't surprise me because, again, there isn't any, again, I don't mean PG-13 because there's any, like I said, there's no violence that's that's active, you know. It's just that I think that there's for the second sexual, half. There's sexual undertones. But, but not nothing really that much. I, it's just that I the think, second half you were saying. It's just I was saying the second half is just, I think they'll be bored. I, I don't think they'll be disturbed. I just think they'll be bored with the second half, like. You know, for it's a child, more theoretical right, stuff. Right, well, the child, the fairy tale ended with them getting together. It's like, right. oh, wait, so... So the prince and Cinderella broke up? Why? You know, like, yeah. well, now I got to explain this. <laughs> you know what we need to do? One day when a, uh, a movie that we really want to, you know, just rank on exactly. comes out, we wait until it's out for like two weeks or something, go to a show where we know the theater's going to be completely empty, and we just, you know, what is it? Science Fiction Theater 3000? <laughs> we just do that. Put a camera in the back and have us just, you know, talking crap. We do that now. We just don't <laughs> Watching in front of us. <laughs> yeah, but there'll be that one person. I did not pay oh, fifteen oh, bucks to hear you talking. Like when we were watch, what were we, what were we watching? That the woman in front of us was fucking like complaining because we were was this Transformers. Oh, I can't remember. We were watching a movie together. I think it was me, you, I was there? It was us three, and Gigi. And we were watching a movie, and there was a woman in front of us, and she was kind of getting pissed off because me, you know, uh, we were like snickering at the movie. I don't think it was Transformers because I didn't say much about Transformers while I was watching. I was too angry. <laughs> but well, I don't remember. There was something. I just don't remember what it was, though. Right. But bringing it all the way back, what I was going to say was that Return of Oz felt the same way because, well, you're saying that the kids are going to be bored with the movie. I, f- I feel that some of those themes are a little too, um, a little bit too over the heads of a 10-year-old. You know, and like you said, you know, they would have to explain it. Right. I feel the same way about Return to Oz because well, Return to Oz was disturbing. Return to Oz starts off with Dorothy in the psych ward. Yeah, she's in a fucking psych ward, yeah, and, and she's th- trying to escape. And the thing that she's gone crazy, and she has she has schizophrenia. And I'm like, you have to exp- you had to explain schizophrenia to me. I think I was ten when that movie came out, yeah. and I'm like, what? And then you're talking about the it the came queen. out in 1985. I wasn't even born yet. Neither was I. I was nine. <laughs> I was nine years old. I was negative five. Shit, Abby. <laughs> I was negative three. But if you see that movie, watch it one day. The villain in that movie is a queen that's on roller skates that has multiple heads. 
yeah, and their yeah. severed heads in in a freaking like a room. Yeah, it's, it's once again yeah, a bad a, choice. For, maybe that would be good for PG thirteen for people looking for something a little more edge. It's not a good movie for anybody. Yeah, for for people who are looking to watch this movie, it's uh, on Amazon Prime. If you have it, no, Ooh, that's a reason for me to kill my Amazon Prime subscription. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's actually a bad movie. I mean, it's 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 interesting only from the standpoint of like, wow, they made this movie, but it's not really a good movie though. Right. Well, I, I mean, I remember visually like, wow, but it just scared me. But yeah. going back to bringing it back, bringing it all the way back to Into the Woods and Disney doing this. Um, I do agree. The second half of the movie, for for kids younger than for, for t- eleven younger, they either get bored and be like, "What? I don't get." I, I'm yeah. not, it's too. It becomes complex. Yeah, and it's not super complex, but it's adult stuff. Right. Um, one thing I wanted to mention though that they had thought about making this into a movie back in the uh, early '90s. Really. So here were some of the people that they had actually had had read for it already. So that for the baker, Robin Williams. Wow. Okay. I the can baker's see that. wife, Golden Goldie Hawn. All right. Uh, Danny DeVito as the giant. Ha ha ha! Roseanne Barr as Jack's mother. Roseanne Barr. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Wow. The Wolf, Steve Martin. Oh. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that creepy pedophile stuff coming out of his mouth. And as the witch, who do we think? Nineties, early. Early nineties. You're not going to think of the person, not because it's obscure. It's just that you're not going to think of this person. Um. Oh, and no, it wasn't Madonna. Not Sarandon. No. Um. I don't and know. she's actually a really, really good actress, but you're just not going to think of her because you don't think of her as an actress. That's Go for it. it. Mary Poppins. Cher. Cher. Really? Exactly, yeah. Because she's yeah. a very good actress. Cher was just coming off the Witches of Eastwick. I could totally see them saying, okay, well, you know, yeah. that, that would work. Oh, yeah, she would have been, oh, like she been great. I yeah. like that Especially cast. Especially in the early 90s. I mean, she was still extremely beautiful. I mean, you know. Yeah. I like that cast. Yeah. And, 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 and for me, that cast has a little bit more life. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, because the Baker was good. The Baker was good. I enjoyed the Baker. Um, and mind you, I, I like Emily Blunt, you know, in other things. She was all right in this. What are they talking about that she might end up, that she's in the running for? It's some sci-fi-ish thing or something like that or nerdy thing. And I can't think of what it is that she might be in the run for. Emily Blunt? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I can't think of what it was because I was just like, oh, really? <laughs> it was just one of those surprising things. But, I, oh, shoot, I cannot remember what it was at all. I'll have to look for that one. But but in any event, I, the, the cast you proposed there now, mind you, that's a... That's a a, a freaking Hollywood dream well, cast. She, she was in uh, in the Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, well, but not, no, I'm talking about something up. He's, he's thinking of something coming up that they're gonna probably put her in, or, or that she's at least been mentioned for. But I just can't remember. It was one of those where I was like, "Oh, her, really?" <laughs> X Men. She's new Jean Grey. <laughs> oh, Captain Marvel. What? Really? Yeah, the, yeah. The Captain Marvel that that used to be Ms. Carol Marvel. Danvers. Yeah. That's what it was. And I'm like, no, I'm not seeing her as Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, and I'm blunt. No, 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 no. Okay, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> to be blunt, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, anything else we want to add? I, mean, I, I agree with Mike. I, visually, it was good. I just felt like, you know, number one, it's a musical. It's already got me tipping one way. And then just the way the story took time to develop. Plus, it was fairy tales. Yeah. You know, plus, it was fairy tales. This movie needs a mic there in every theater. So that when the people come out of the movie confused, he's just there. It's an allegory for life. <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh. No, this is the only compliment. The first, that's, the first, after, after Mike told me that, I'm like, okay, that movie's better. Mike's first compliment for 2015 from the cat. Dude, that's exactly, you know, that's Mike's calling so in life. Absolutely, because he almost made me feel better about paying that fucking money for that fucking movie. I'm there with Gigi. I'm like, I fucking got robbed. I, I saw a fairy tale movie and I didn't like it. God, it's just what I thought. And then Mike was like, well, well technically, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but that's the funny thing about fairy tales. I mean, that 
that's what fairy tales were for. I mean, you know, fables were moral lessons, but fairy tales, and as opposed to legends, which legends are usually based off of reality. There's right. usually a lot of truth to legends and stuff like that. But fairy tales, they were always meant to really be more allegories and metaphor, much more so. Right. You know. One thing before um, I even go into anything else, I like the way they, they stuck a little bit closer to Grimm's telling of the tales. Oh, yeah. Like with the Cinderella part where, where they said, yeah, you know, we can't fit the shoes. So she chopped off the, the toes of one right. and then chopped off the heel, heel off of the, the other, other one. Exactly. And I remember I was like, yes, okay, I'm with that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's also the thing. Um, in the actual Cinderella story, um, it also happens with them here, too, is that once the prince uh, realized who, who his real love is, it's really Cinderella, blah, 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 blah. The birds that have been narrating um, throughout the story, like with helping, just like they did in the uh, in, into the woods, they swoop down and they blind the stepmother and the the, the daughters. To think those sweet little birds in the Cinderella right. cartoons. Well, did you know what happened with? Um, let's see, I'm trying to think now. Which one is? It? Oh, do you know what Snow White did? No, Snow White is one of my favorite. Do you know what Snow White did, Ralph? Uh, did she have the dwarves go and like kill the witch or something? No, no, no. So you know, so now there's the wedding. Of course, it's going to happen to for her to marry the prince. And yeah, this is Snow White. I'm trying to think, make sure I wasn't confusing with Sleeping Beauty. Uh, with Snow White, so of course she has the wedding. So the whole town, you know, all the royalty and all the people get invited, which means she invites her stepmother because she still is queen. She does accept because she knew like, well, I kind of have to accept this. So she shows up. Everybody's there now, including the little fairies and da 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 da. And when she shows up, everyone parts the way. So they, basically she's now standing in this big circle. Cinderella and her husband, I mean, Snow White and her husband come out. They bring out a pair of metal shoes that have been over the fire. They are white hot. They make her put them on and make her dance until she dies. Yeah, Snow White. Nice woman, isn't she? <laughs> Let me ask you this. And, and, and this is the first time you're ever going to hear me talk about Once Upon a Time. Do they use that part of, of no, Snow White's personality? God, no. Oh, my God, Damn, no. See, then you'd have me sold. I'd be like, I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. Let's watch it. But, but no. It's, it's, it's Sleeping Beauty is actually a little bit different, too. because yeah. It's not really inhumane. <laughs> what song do they use? Because, you know, if she dies dancing to an incredible song, then, hey, you died. You danced your heart out, man. Well, it's you know? the Macarena. You know that she don't have to move her feet. But if it's, something, <laughs> if it's something like the Irish River Dance, you know she's fucked. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so you sing about Sleeping Beauty? What was that? Yeah, Sleeping Beauty, I, I kind of remember that. Was um, it Party Rock's anthem? It was Party Rock. Party Rock, yeah. Party yeah. <laughs> well, with Sleeping Beauty, if I remember correctly, it's, um, you know, she's married. You know, she's married now. They have kids. And what we did, oh, this, the... Prince's mother is there, you know, living in the castle and stuff like that. And what they did not know is that she's actually an ogre. So she shifts, morphs into like an ogre type form and she wants to eat their children. So when the prince, but the prince doesn't know this yeah. about his own mom. So I, he yeah. goes away to, you know, fight some dragon or whatever, do something princely. Um, and she's, you know, uh, Snow White, Sleepy Beauty is left there with the, the, uh, the queen. And I think something happens and then eventually either... Sleeping Beauty herself does it, or somebody else has to come in and kill the the mother. Wow! I'm like, wow! Just didn't get away with anything back then. <laughs> I've heard of monster mother-in-laws, but that's crazy. There well, you go. You know, if you rearrange the letters in mother-in-law, you get woman Hitler. Whoa! And you do. My future mother-in-law is awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shout out to Ada, even though I know you never hear this. It's my favorite show. <laughs> wait till she turns. Uh, wait until she turns into a troll. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Then you won't say the same thing. My mother-in-law is not a troll. Shrek Four, starring the cap. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words? Any final thoughts before we go into ratings? Dunk it. See the movie, no matter what the cap says. <laughs> <laughs> ratings. Let's go for it. All right, ratings for Into the Woods. 
starring. I was, you know, I was like starring Vanessa Williams because in my head, I no, wish she not. was there. I wish she was there. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'll start it off because I'll get the negative stuff out first because that's the kind of guy I am. All right, hater. So, so my rating is basically, um, let's give it two and a half. Wow. No, let's give it two. Wow. I wish there was more Meryl Streep's and less of Anna Kendrick out of five. Oh, I thought you were going to be out of 100. The reason why I said two and a half was, I mean, the the visuals were good and the second half was good, but not enough for me to even say it was halfway. It wasn't halfway. I mean, if I saw it on Netflix, I'd probably be better off. I I, I mean, I, I, I could have waited. I could have waited. So, All right, so, so that, that you want to see more Meryl Streep. So does that go back to our last uh, podcast? So you really want to see Meryl Streep in that Catwoman outfit? No. <laughs> There's certain types of way I want to see Meryl Streep in, in a Catwoman outfit. So not. you want to see her without even the outfit on? Nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Okay, Ralph. So what's your, what's your rating? Oh, I have two ratings. So my first, oh, here we go. He did a me. Go ahead. I was about to say, who do you think you are? The cat? <laughs> so uh, first rating, I say it's before Mike. All right. So my before Mike rating is three creepy Johnny Depp wolves, right? And then my after Mike explained that it's an allegory to life uh, rating is four and a half. Uh, wow. Father telling his son the stories. Out of? Five. Okay. Because it's how like, I'm like saying, okay. Yeah. You know what's funny? I'm going to jump on that bandwagon too. Ooh. I gave it two before Mike. You know what? After I spoke to Mike, I will give it a three. Ooh. Because once Mike said it, it didn't make me feel totally great about it. But I, I felt it was a lot more palatable and I was okay with some of the things and it made me think a little bit more. I was like, okay. He's like a that. hater. <laughs> Pot calling the kettle black. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, tell me your rating. And I am black. So there we go. Um, I give it a nine. You'll need a hot acid scrub to get Johnny Depp's uh, pedal creepiness off of you. <laughs> out of ten. Nine out of ten? Well, he really gave it a nine out of ten. Four and a half times two yeah. is nine. <laughs> Out of ten, yeah. Just just hearing you say the actual numbers, I'm like, yeah. I really enjoy. I like I said, I just like the story. I thought the acting was. I, th- I thought the acting was good. I thought it was good for the way they were supposed to be acting. Okay. I enjoyed the songs. I, I just had a fun time. All right. And what's your after mic rating? Um. Oh, after me, I still give it. A, you know, after me, I kind of give it a hundred out of a hundred. I was about to say after you, you probably like. I got totally understand this movie. It's there's nothing wrong with it. Perfect. It's six claws. <laughs> Six claws. Six claws. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. That movie was fantanculous. He no, fucking cut me no, off no. to say fantanculous? Yep. No, I'm working on a, on a, a new catchphrase. So there you have it. Into the Woods. Mike and Ralph say yes. Cap says not. He's so, a hater. <laughs> for once. So we'll be back with more. Meanwhile, 22 pages later, right after I find out the lyrics to Into the Woods, because I'm not going to sing it. Agony. Stop. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Mike the Finance Guy. You spend time listening to me, Ralph, and the Cap. Now we want to listen to you. Like us on Facebook at Meanwhile 22 Pages Later and send us your comments and enjoy our content. Also, join us on Twitter at Meanwhile 22 and catch our website at Meanwhile22PagesLater.com But don't forget to download our podcast for free on iTunes and give us your review. Now, back to the show. Ah, welcome to the second half of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 50, also known as the episode where Ralph couldn't find the unpause button. Unpause button? You mean the record button? Whatever. <laughs> unpause button. <laughs> Whatever See, the button it is, you missed it. This, this is why. <laughs> it I'm probably the, was the unpause button because you were like, what button do I press? Oh, shit, there it is. <laughs> this is why I'm the tech and you're the cat. That's right. 
<laughs> and we're not going to switch that up. <laughs> All right, so let's go into it. 2015 just started a couple days ago, and there's so many things in geekdom. Three days ago. I'm not asking for exact time. I'm just saying a couple days well, ago. Well, couples, too. A few. There you go. Better? Well, that's more than three, usually. But okay. No, a few is like three. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> um, damn, now I threw off my train of thought. Ah, finally. <laughs> Anyhow, right. back to Mike's show. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Um, you take that out of Take that out of oh. <laughs> There's so much to take out now. That's, that's like half the in. show. <laughs> All right. There. All right. Long story short. Most anticipated stuff in 2015. We have a lot of things going on in 2015, and there are some things that I don't think people are aware of that are coming out. And when we had this homework assignment, we talked about things that are coming out in 2015. I didn't think there were so many things that would be on, you know, be on the on the verge of coming out. There were a couple of movies and maybe one game, but then when we did the homework, I'm like, oh wow, this is coming out, this is coming out, that's coming out. So it's going to be very interesting. So what oh, we're yeah. what we're going to talk about here, we're going to go around real quick, and we're going to talk about. A couple of different areas on um, what should 2015 bring us. And let's start off with TV shows. Ooh, the television. The yes. idiot box. The boob tube. <laughs> yeah, the babysitter. <laughs> yeah, the babysitter. What do they call it? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be well, my babysitter. You'll learn that very soon. Yeah. It, it's not going to be your babysitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. I won't. Anyway. So Gigi's going to be cat. Uh, let's go dancing. All right, let me just put the kid in front of the babysitter. <laughs> Damn, that's messed up. So, a pack all right. of smokes and a gun just in case anyone tries to bust all in. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Damn. All I'm saying is that on on TV, there's a lot of shows that are coming up, and especially with the coming out of Arrow and The Flash, a lot of hope. Oh, I'm sorry, and Agents of Shield, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of hope for a lot of new TV shows to be coming out yeah. um, this coming spring. And usually, I remember back in we talked about this before. Before, back in the day, fall was all the new TV shows, mm-hmm. and then you you had to look forward to new shows, maybe summertime, but most likely it'd be it wasn't fall again. Then. Yeah, it was just fall again. I mean, this was all rerun season uh, after March, right. but mm-hmm. that's gone away, which I'm happy about. You get very little reruns anymore. Yeah, and now you get, so now you have new shows starting off staggered throughout the year, mm-hmm. and one of the shows, the show that I'm waiting for for 2015 is Marvel's Daredevil for Netflix. <gasps> Very excited about that. Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a surprise. The Caps <laughs> looking forward to another Daredevil. Hey, hey, this one looks like it's going to be good. I mean, it's going to have Charlie Cox as um, yeah. Matt. Well, I'll tell you if you laugh at that one. <laughs> Charlie Cox, as, a.k.a. as Matt Murdock, also known as our crime-fighting Daredevil, or the Red Batman, as some people would want to prefer him to. Wow, Charlie Cox, who's playing V-Giny? V-Giny. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Shut up. But I'm really looking forward to this, especially because... Netflix has really made this whole um, only on Netflix series thing. They kind of made it really popular. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, with House of Cards and um, what's the other one they have on? Oh, well, they brought back Arrested Development. They've yeah. um, they've got lots of shows actually. Yeah, so, so now they got the New Black. Orange, oh, that's right. That's yeah. only that's right. So so you have all these shows that are only Netflix only, and the fact that Marvel jumped on it. Yeah, I love the idea, and especially with Charlie Cox as um, um, Daredevil, but also. My favorite, Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, yeah. As Kingpin. Oh, there's the V. (laughs) (laughs) He's a big V, too. C. Cox and the V. (laughs) For those who are not familiar with Vincent D'Onofrio, he was in Law and Order. Shut up. (laughs) He was in Law and Order um, um, Special Victims Unit. No, no, no. Criminal Criminal Intent. Intent. He was in Criminal Intent, and he was also in Full Metal Jacket, for those who like Stanley Kubrick movies. And he was also in uh, Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah, he was. He Edgar. was the farmer. Oh, that's he was right. Edgar. Yeah, that's right. He's such a great 
offbeat and actor. the cell with uh, Big Booty uh, J Lo. J Lo, yeah, that's right. He was also in that movie with uh, Vince Vaughn. Which one was that? Which one? one? Not a very good one. Yeah, uh, already I'm like this. <laughs> the one with um, with mm-hmm. that guy and that guy. No, 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 with the woman from Friends. What's her name? With Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Okay, wait, Vince Vaughn, Jennifer Aniston, that's the, the one where they broke up? The yeah. breakup? Yeah, the breakup. Oh, okay. oh that's right, he was. He I was. would never know. No, 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 that's not That's not Vince D'Onofrio. That's um, the director of the first two Iron Men. That's... Um, John Favreau? Yes, yeah, so John Favreau's in it. Is too. Vince D'Onofrio was not in it. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh it's <laughs> down now, you folks. <laughs> I'm making the tech do his job. All right. So, but yeah, so, so anyhow. Anyway, I'm just saying that w- with that combination of those two particular actors, I think... Marvel's kicking off their web series or their only for Netflix series in a great way. Yeah. And I'm very excited about that. I'm look, definitely looking forward to it myself. I'm wondering who they're going to have play Electra, especially after we talked about um, Jennifer Garner so horribly. I don't know if she's if they're going um, to rush it out at all right now because there really is no need for them, you know. And the four, it's, it's Daredevil. Because it's, I know Rosario... Well, wait, wait, before we move on, let me just own the cap right Ooh, now. Ooh, you've been what's, old. what's that right there? Vincent D'Onofrio as... In a... Uh-huh. Okay. All right. You're right for once. Okay. Uh-huh. Good. For once. <laughs> for once. <laughs> um, yeah. Be, what's is it, it's Rosario Dawson is in Daredevil. Yeah. She's but they still haven't said exactly who she is. Yeah. They, they said they, they said she's an, she's did they say she's a made up character? Cause I remember the name they used was something I, very. I don't remember if she's made up, but um, you know they just said that she's definitely going to play an important part in his life. So I'm like, she's not Karen Page. I don't believe though. If she if she was Electra, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, that, you kind of imagine that she could be, but I don't and, know. It'd be and once again, it would make sense. I mean, the way the way Electra physically... Claire way, Temple, a nurse that works at night who helps Murdoch. Good. That's oh, well, well, she's, well, she's not Electra. I just think I've always been a fan of, if you're going to make Electra, make her olive-skinned and make her, you know, dark hair. Not, well, don't that make would her not red be Rosaria Dawson by any means. Well, she's olive-skinned. Rosaria Dawson? Rosaria Dawson's not... Is, She's my skin color. I'm about to say, dude, she's like, she looks black. <laughs> she's I'll, played black characters. I'll in still many take movies. it. I'll no, still I'm t- just saying. I'm like, but I'm like, she's not olive skin. She does not I'll look Greek. I'll take it. <laughs> well, and Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Gardner looked, looked Greek. She could be with her red hair. Fuck no. She thought she was an Irish woman, or Irishman's daughter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Electra. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. You, you almost sounded like um, Cesar Romero. Ah. A little bit. <laughs> so that's my TV show. <laughs> Cesar Romero is coming to kill you now. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, so. I'd be honored. All right. So, what TV show are you waiting for? Well, since Square, I was very sad at, at the end of White Collar ending. You know, the whole series finale. How did that end, by the way? Very well. Very well. Okay. okay. Ended very well. I was very sad though that it ended. I can't wait to see what show he's interested in because I want to know how long it's going to be canceled before it's canceled. <laughs> like intelligence. <laughs> well, this show Damn. only only has eight episodes. So ah, there we go. Agent Carter. Ah, so we talked about earlier in the quick news. January sixth. All right. Can't wait to see it. It seems like it's going to be. The trailers make it seem so fun. Yeah, and that's what I want. I want the fun of it. You yeah, because it's like it's this you know this strong, confident woman in the was like forties, fifties, right? Um, she should be in the forties. Forties, yeah. yeah. A time where women aren't given a crap. Right. You know? So you see this strong, confident woman in, in that era and just making a name for herself and not caring what anybody's saying. I'm like, yo. And those like some good fight scenes. Hell too. yeah. You know. So it's like, funny. He said, give a crap. And I'm like, yeah, the ba- yeah, women's give crap. They call babies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you G- crapping in there? <laughs> yeah, it's almost out. Gigi, this is the future baby daddy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we Thank you. We haven't even announced it on the show. <laughs> 
My bad. All right. I'll be sure to. Now, now that's announced. The cap is having a baby. So all those... it looks like you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking twins. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate you. <laughs> anyway, back to Agent Carter. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm interested in. I just want to see how much is it going to reflect back to some things in um. Agents of Shield, but I definitely want to see it. Yeah, so you have um, Hallie Atwell as Peggy Carter. Okay. James the the Arcy as Edwin Jarvis. Darcy, I think. Darcy, really? That's what the, the apostrophe. Yeah, Darcy. Yeah, Darcy, just Darcy. Okay. Chad Michael Murray as Jack Thompson. He's an agent with the SSR. Uh, and let's see who's going playing Howard Stark. Oh yeah, Dominic Copper. Now, are any of these actors? None of them the are from the movie, right? Yeah. Howard Stark. Howard Stark is from yeah. the movie. Good. And so is she. Well, I know she is, but yeah. I don't know if Howard Stark was. I didn't see yeah, if he because, was. Because, I mean, you know, they're not big names. I mean, <laughs> they might think they are. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not getting any big-time movie deals anytime soon. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Yeah, so this is, what I'm, this is actually going to be a good one because I don't have to wait that long for it because the Netflix release date for Daredevil hasn't even been announced. It's in May. May? In May. Wow, the guy. Yeah, it's past it. It's January, bitch. Why are you waving Next your hand week. like you're jerking off? <laughs> January, bitch. In your face. <laughs> well, it'll be in my face if it's good. <laughs> but, but when you if, pick shows, remember. If, if you actually watch it, because, you know, someone hasn't been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. And it's on Netflix. I know. Mm-hmm. I've got time. I've been making babies. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. We got triplets in there now. Wow. <laughs> Oh, look at you with the fucking board. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So, Agent Carter. All right. You just figured that out five minutes ago. That's great. So, <laughs> so MFG, Mike the Hater, um, what's your show that you're waiting for in 2015? Um, well, we all know that MFG stands for the motherfucking, motherfucking guy. Motherfucking? <laughs> motherfucking. I didn't all know right. Hater was spelled with a G. It is. <laughs> um, all right. So, my show, it has to be the network show with the most... Academy Award nominees and even an Academy Award winner. Really? Yeah. It has. All right. We have Terrence Howard as who was Best Actor nominee for Hustle and Flow. Melissa Leo, who is the Best Supporting Actress winner for The Fighter. Uh, Juliet Lewis, Best Supporting Actress nominee for Cape Fear. Matt Dillon, who is the Best Supporting Actor nominee for Crash. And the uh, one of the people is the Best Director nominee, who was also up for Best Original Screenplay nominee. It feels like so. So it feels like five minutes. You've been saying that. So. It does feel like that. <laughs> so, so but what, who was the that show? for both? For the best director nominee and best original screenplay nominee. That was for the Sixth Sense. This M Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah, he's, he's behind this. It is, oh, it is Wayward no. Pines, and it'll be on Fox. Um, this is the premise: is a U.S. Secret Service agent investigating the d- disappearance of two federal agents in a mysterious small town called uh, Wayward uh, Word Pines in Idaho. Um, after a serious car crash, the agent is hospitalized. Um, he meets a lot of oddball citizens, and he meets one of the former agents and is told that they are watching. Hmm. And that he should, uh, it's best that if he plays along, he also can't seem to oh, leave the town. And the teaser pulls back to, uh, to reveal what appears to be a seriously tall, thick, and frightening steel wall outfitted on top with an electrical fence that looks like it surrounds the entire town. Hmm. So it's a very Orwellian feel to the story. It's kind of like... The American show Twin Peaks meets the British show The Prisoner. That's what it looks like to me. That sounds like, I mean, you're talking about M. Night Shyamalan. I'm a little scared right yeah. now. Oh, believe me. The fact that I'm excited about anything produced by M. M. Night Shyamalan, it's, what a twist yeah. on that but, one. You but, know. May, but maybe, maybe, and this is the cat giving the benefit of the doubt, maybe it's the idea of it, it works better on a small screen. Dude, the fact that I want to see it tells me I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm giving them the, the benefit of the doubt because it just looked interesting. All right. um, and it's due to come out May 14th, and, and it'll be a 10-part mid-season replacement event series. Let's, okay. Let's mark this down. January 3rd, 
335. Mike says he is looking forward to this TV show. By M. Night right. Shyamalan. By M. Night Shyamalan. I'm and scared of it myself. <laughs> so then within, after the first episode, we can hear Mike saying, oh my God, this show is horrible. Why did I ever like it? I think it'll be good, actually. I really Here's do. Here's the countdown. Listen, I mean, I, when is the premiere? Uh, it appears on, appears on May 14th. May 14th. Right, so I, bust on chop, Fox. I bust chops on, on M. Night Shyamalan a lot, but I can't even lie. Some of the things that he does, the, you know, some of the the ideas are interesting in theory, just maybe not for a movie. So maybe it'll work better on TV. Yeah. When, when M. Night Shyamalan fucked up The Last Airbender, I disowned him. Really? It took you that long? You didn't see the lady in the water or whatever that was? That was horrible. Lady in the lake or lady in the water? In the water. Yeah. Lady in the lake would be uh, Arthur. You mean the one with... Uh, the apartment building. Yeah. Oh, the, that's right. Wait, that, wait, what's his name? Um, I don't even know who was in it anymore. Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you. I forgave him for that one. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was like, well, he has an Oscar. You forgive people for a lot when yeah. you win an Oscar. He but has what, never won an Oscar. But, was Giamatti? Didn't he win for Oh, you're talking about Giamatti. I thought you meant... Yeah, uh, G- yeah Giamatti, bro. <laughs> When uh, when he fucked up the last Airbender, I said, you know what? There could have been three fucking movies. You asshole, you had to fuck this shit up. How dare you? Now you know how I feel about Daredevil. He dared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move. Let's move real quick. Let's move from that would be a change. <laughs> let's move from um, most anticipated um, TV shows. Let's go on to the bigger screen and not MFG's TV, but the real. <laughs> Big screen that you have to pay $13 or more to watch. So let's talk about... Or a quicker analogy would have just been, let's move from the small screen to the big screen. No, because then you guys would have fucking bust my chops. That's why I had to do all of that. And then we did it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, stop. (laughs) Most anticipated movies, or movies we're anticipating in 2015. I'm going to start off with a home run hit. I already know people are like, oh, yeah, we know this. But I have to say it. It's... The Avengers Age of Ultron premiering in May. May 1st, I believe, to be exact. I thought that was Gasp. off the table. What? Off the table. Yeah, I could have sworn I sent a text that said, all right, if we're going to do that, Avengers 2 Fine. is uh, honorable mentions because everybody's going to want to say that. Fine. No one ever Fuck listens it. to the tech. I listen. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Um, but I'll, anyhow, I'll, 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 I mean, I'll, Avengers. Let, let, yeah. me, let me go with, my, with another one then. Well, we're good with Avengers. We're, no, 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 because no, you're taking away Avengers from me. I'll use another one. I thought one. this was going to be a quick trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the transition was quick. The trip is long. <laughs> Ant Man in July, which Ooh. I didn't realize that Ant Man was going to be in July. I thought, it was gonna, I thought they postponed it for another like six months. No, but if the cat ever looked at our Facebook page oh, and looked go. at the big 32 pictures that I put up yeah. in order, he would realize that that movie would be coming out in July. Yes, it's, it's in there. <laughs> You just saw it today. What are you talking about? No, no, no. I saw it before. I just yeah, saw it. I, I just resaw it today. Whatever. Anyway, Ant Man. I'm definitely because basically after the Avengers, I guess is what they call Phase Three. Right. Phase Three of Marvel. So Marvel Phase Three is kicking off with Ant Man. I'm a, I'm worried a little bit, but I'm definitely curious to see how Paul Rudd plays as a superhero character and Michael Douglas plays as the the person before him. I hear their Phase Ten is amazing. Their what? Their Phase Ten. He's amazing. Please. I'm just happy with a phase three. All I'm saying, the reason why I say that is because I feel like by phase four, we're going to be all comic book heroed out that people aren't going to be making those movies anymore. <laughs> I don't know. As long as they tell good stories. I mean, let's put it this way. Action's not going anywhere. Like action movies. So, no, I but, agree. But, but it could be. We'll see. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. But I mean, hey, um, reality TV show hasn't died out. Why not this? <laughs> not yet. That's <laughs> because I, I, I don't have a, enough bullets yet. You don't have a tank either, bro, or a gun. That's true. All right, so what what big screen um, premiere are you waiting for, Ralph? The one with a gun, and probably a tank too. 
Kingsman, the Secret Service. Yeah. This movie is based off of the comic book uh, in which a seasoned veteran secret agent takes on a new Padawan, I should say. And trains you could. To be <laughs> <laughs> I should say. All right. Leads a young protege. Ah. You like that better? Yeah. And trains him in the world of espionage. This movie is slated to be released uh, December. No. No, my bad. January 29th. No. No? No, February 13th now. Really? Yep. It's, not a, Jan- it's not a January movie. Otherwise, I would have been very upset. The only reason I knew that, it was on my honorable mentions list. Well, it's coming out in the United Kingdom in January 29th. Right. Oh. Yeah. Well, of course, they got uh, the United Kingdom's got to get it first because, you know, they got all those Brits in there. Uh, it's crazy. It was, it was slated, actually, to be released in uh, 2014. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so you have Colin Firth uh, playing the, what's this guy? Mm-hmm. Harry Hart. This is your story, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> He's the veteran CIA or MS, MI6? I, I don't think he's, I don't know. This Whatever. is your story. He's the secret agent. <laughs> and then you have Taron Egerton. Egerton. He plays... Egerton? Yeah, there you go. Egerton. He's the young protege. And then you also have people like Samuel L. Jackson and Jack Davenport and Mark Strong. Judging by the previews, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like fun. I've heard it's a very... Because I think it's actually premiered somewhere because it, it actually has been rated already on yeah. IMDb, which is very surprising. Really? Yeah, so it means it's open somewhere already, but um, they, a lot of people keep saying like it's really violent, really violent, yeah, like really violent. And I'm like, wow, oh, that's where. Okay, so it premiered at a film festival, the Butt Numathon. The Butt Numathon. Yes. Wow, it's an, an annual. You are sitting and not moving. <laughs> an annual film marathon held every December since 1999 in August, Austin, Texas. Oh, in wow. Austin, Texas. Okay, okay, interesting. So that's where that's probably where I got the the rating right. from. Oh wow. Okay, interesting. All right. So wow. What's the name of the movie again? The Kingsman. Kings- Not the, the Kingsman. Service. It's Kingsman. Kingsman. Secret Service. All right. Well, yeah, the comic book was called The Secret Service. Yeah. yeah. And who released that? Do we know? Who released that comic book? Was it like Dark Horse or something like that? I think so. He's looking at it now. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. Well, while we have this dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't do their homework ahead of time, and now we see the, pre- the, it was, the penalty. It was, uh, Mark Miller and Dave Gibbons wrote. Mark Millar. Whatever. It, no, no, there's a difference between Miller and Millar. Because you might think he's related to Frank Miller. Icon Comics published there. Oh, Icon, okay. Icon did that? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it was not new, it's old. So I think Icon would have been DC, but that would have been like back in the day because they canceled Icon years ago. Years ago, yeah. It came out in 2012. Really? Wow. That seems maybe Icon was still going on. Interesting. <laughs> just, <laughs> just under our nose, yeah. I'm like, wow, that was like hidden. Maybe it belonged to the Secret Service. <laughs> right, good, good choice, Ralph. So, MFG, what's your big screen premiere you're waiting for? Well, first of all, it's better than all your shits. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. I am waiting for Spectre, the newest James Bond movie to come out November 6, 2015. It is the 24th James Bond film and the fourth to star Daniel Craig. And the last uh, I think he's actually doing another one. They, um, I, I, what, you said it once on the quick news, or you were talking about once about it. And I saw the news recently. He had talked about that's it. Oh, okay. Doesn't surprise me. I know he's been wanting to get out. Yeah. Um, very little is definitely known about the premise of the film, except Bond receives a cryptic message that has him pursuing a sinister organization known as Spectre, because Spectre has not been introduced in the Bond films yet, um, in this reboot, anyhow. And somehow the truths unearthed about Spectre and MI6 threaten to be the undoing of Bond's company. Hmm. So the film starring, of course, Daniel Craig as James Bond, Ray Fiennes as M, Ben Wishaw as Q, Naomi Harris as Eve Moneypenny, 
Jesper Ch- um, Christensen, who's reprising his role from Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace as Mr. White, mm-hmm. Dave Bautista as the henchman and bodyguard Mr. Hinks, and Christoph Waltz as Franz Oberhauser. Um, it also has the new Aston Martin DB10, which is gorgeous. And um, so far, I have a double O raging seven for this film. <laughs> Don't forget, Ralph the Tech plays the tank driver. I believe he does. <laughs> when it comes to Bond, I could take it or leave it. I mean, it's fun to watch, but I never got into the whole series. I bet you if I sat and watched all of them, I probably would end up enjoying it. Yeah, then, then you'll probably start talking like Sean Connery. If you haven't watched and enjoyed all the Bond films, then you do not actually have a man card. You may have a temporary. From the guy who watches fa- a fairy tale mini- miniseries talking to me about man cards? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't see what the problem is. Whatever. I've, the I've man, watched Bond. I've liked Bond. I just yeah, haven't watched yeah, all whatever, of them. Man, I just, man. He's all right. You know? yeah, yeah. And the man who says, yeah, like a white girl. <laughs> wow, Ralph's full of zing today. <laughs> He's full of zing. Okay, we got to double team him then. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to flip for the front or the back. <laughs> Which one's less hairy? <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> there you go. Fuck you. There you go. <laughs> anyway, I, I can't believe I got him on that one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like Bond. I just. I know people love Bond. Like I know you love Bond. I know Pete Tangle loves Bond. I know Jazz loves Bond. Um, because we're cool. That's left to be desired. But you know, I, <laughs> but I don't. I haven't got into it like everybody else has. Like I know people love Goldeneye. Some people hate Goldeneye. Goldeneye is great. If you want to hate anything, you can hate everything else after that. But that was really <laughs> a great movie. The the N sixty four game that came out for it. Golden Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Well, yeah, that's supposed to be. Good. Are you talking about the game or the movie? No, no, I'm talking about the movie. But oh. I remember the movie. You know, everybody talked about how great, how great it was. And then they talked about the game and the game where everybody loved the game. Yeah, everyone loved the to game. To the point that people still had N64s to this day. Yeah, seriously. It was, I mean, everything's that good. It's, it's kind of stupid because you could just get an emulator and that's it. Oh, that's look at you. Because everybody's a tech. Everybody can figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, not my fault. And, and, you know, emulators are kind of like, are they pi- are they pirated games? Not no. All of them. no. Not, not all of them. <laughs> I mean, there are some, but, you no. know. No. No. Yeah. My, my, I'm a, my lawyer's telling me to stay quiet right now. <laughs> I gotta talk. Was to your you lawyer's about, out of jail? <laughs> wow! I gotta talk to you about my emulator. Cause I have an emulator for the Mac. Uh, for, we'll, for, we'll ask Gigi about your emulator. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so real. You <laughs> said seam. I thought you were gonna say semen. I was like, yeah, there was a lot of semen, and that's why I have a baby. <laughs> All right, so now let's move from the big screen to the video game console. Next gen or otherwise, what are some video games you're waiting for in 2015? Mine, it, it, that this was probably the hardest one because there was because think about it, you have three different no actually you have six game consoles. I suppose it's, no no yeah five PS4 yeah, five. PS4 Xbox One PS3 Xbox 360 Wii U Wii U and then don't and PC and PC okay so six so so there's some games <sighs> shit it and if you go to the handhelds you got. Uh, I, I don't want to know what you're holding in your I, hand. Let's I, move on. <laughs> we just we just covered that both sides of you are hairy. We don't know about your hands. <laughs> I'm sure those palms are very hairy, <laughs> and that explains volumes now. <laughs> ah, no All right. Hair. All right. So I mean, that I could have went with the usual one that I was going to mention that before the podcast, but I'm going to go with Mirror's Edge. This is a shout out to Steve. Uh, Mirror's Edge is a video Sharp. game. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> but Mirror's Edge Two. Is it called Two? Because I just said Mirror's Edge on the preview. Oh, no, we no, have, no dead air. What, do, anyway. like, do we have dead air again? What is up with this? This is uh, 2015. We're doing right. a bad start. Um, long story short, Mirror's Edge. Too late. 
video game about a young woman who um, uses her parkour skills to be able to to fight. Yeah, Mirror's um, Edge Two. Is Mirror's Edge Two? Yeah. All right. Well, this well, Mirror's Edge Two is only available for next gen consoles, so it's only available for Xbox One and for PS4. So for those and who PC. have a and PC, so for those of us who don't have a PC and don't have a next gen, we have to get one in order to play Mirror's Edge. <laughs> the best thing about it, are, are, um, the way the, the her body movements are uh, um, to emulate parkour, okay. to be able to run and jump off a wall, to be able to tackle somebody. Right. Or to, and, and from what I understand, they've made it so that there are four different ways to be able to escape a certain route. So it's like nice. certain video games where it's just kind of you, you have to go this way in order to finish, you know, finish the game. No, you can go forward five different ways. And if you do it a different way, you might find other things. So, nice. you, so you enjoy watching her body movements? Hey, it's a, it's a female jumping all around. It's pretty cool. Well, here I see you have a picture of a male. That, what? <laughs> That's one of the enemies. <laughs> That's one of the enemies. But, I mean, the body mechanics are so fantastic, and I can see why they want to do it as a, um, as a next-gen game. It wasn't very popular when it first came out. Um, I remember my brother buying it. I was like, what is this? You have no gun. And literally, you don't have a gun. You don't have a knife. Okay. You don't have anything. It's just you using your body weight and your skills and jumping off of things in order to be able to either escape or attack. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Right. A lot of fun. I beat the game. It was fun. You beat it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I think my brother beat it. I don't know if to ask him. All right, Ralph. So what game are you waiting for in 2015? Well, only the greatest game that will ever exist in the world ever. Dig Dug? Yeah. Thank God. Also known as Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, is Dig Dug in it? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how good it was. Was it so good that you called dibs on it <laughs> before we even announced this show? <laughs> Damn straight. That's how good it was. So this, this takes place after the events of Arkham City in which... Um, so Arkham Origins is just right out the bat door. It's right out the door. Well, Arkham Origins is a prequel. Ah, that's true. Yes. This is why I said it takes place after the events. Of That's what I was asking. I wasn't sure. Or I wasn't sure if also because it wasn't made by the same company. Or maybe if you actually played your game instead of having um, Big Kev play it for you. <laughs> Don't be jealous because I own it and I have other people play it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it for you, Mike. Get all the achievements. Yeah. And so, I'll take credit. <laughs> one of the coolest things that is happening in this game is you can actually drive around in the Batmobile. Nice. So it's like there's, in the trailer, you see Batman take... Uh, um, Arkham is the bridge is cut off, so no of the police can go inside. So Batman apparently is the only one that has the technology that allow him to fly his car over the broken bridge and into Arkham. And I guess the helicopters aren't working. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> anyway, so you actually drive the the Batmobile and you jump the bridge and you drive in and you see him just fly out of the Batmobile and just start kicking ass the moment he lands in, in the trailer. All right, and then. He gets people, picks them up. Those are like the candy stripes that we're visiting. Yeah. (laughs) And then he he, um, transports them over the bridge and then drops them off and then just says, oh, my job's not done yet. And he goes right back into Argum. Ah, Batman. It looks incredible. It's slated to be released June 2nd. So I can't wait. I'm probably going to pre-order as soon as I get home. You're going to pre-really? You could pre-order it now. Wow. Yeah, but I have to have a next-gen console. and, And I'm sorry, I... I got a lot of things to pay for right now. Listen, you know, after Aww. April, you know, anything's fair. <laughs> really? After after it's, April when the baby's actually here. It's like diapers or next gen console. Next gen console, you could, you know, you diapers, <laughs> strippers. We don't know it. <laughs> well, why are your diapers have so much glitter on them? We don't know. <laughs> if I pitch it that way, I might be able to get it. Diapers or strippers? 
baby, I think you should get diapers. How about if I get Arkham instead of strippers? Oh, okay. All right, bring home a stripper. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> At least you could put the stripper to work. She'll yeah, diapers for you. <laughs> or she could beat the game for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll bring a stripper over to my house to finish Batman for him. <laughs> and all is well. <laughs> you know, my, Michael be like, who the hell's going to get all this damn glitter off my couch? Not that, I was just thinking about that, actually. <laughs> that's the first thing you thought about. That was exactly. I'm like, who the hell's going to get glitter off my couch? <laughs> all right, all right. So, so back up. Uh, bat, uh, back up. Batman, is it Arkham City? Arkham. Arkham Knight. Arkham, Knight. Arkham City was the, the one. Was the, was the second one. Yeah. Yeah. His paying attention skills are not up to par at all. 2015 starting off with a, with, with a boom. Look at that. I could watch TV and still pay attention. It's not a show you're interested in. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I see you turn around when there's like a potential sex scene or if like somebody was getting knifed, you're like, oh, I'm like, Ralph. It's, my radar just pops off, man. It's yeah. Like, hey. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So, well done. Mike. All right, I have a PS4 exclusive as my game. Why are you doing that? Because you know this one's going to be excited. <laughs> it's all excited. All right, what can a naughty dog and a company so hacked it looks like Mickey Rourke's face produce? A sequel and possibly story end to a 2007 franchise. Um, following the series, uh, which started it, Uncharted Drake's Fortune in 2007, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves in 2009, and Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception in 2011, we have Uncharted 4 A Thief's End. And it's still a third-person shooter platform set many years after Uncharted 3. All right. Yeah, so you have our hero, Nathan Drake. He's retired, but he ends up involved in some kind of world-spanning expedition, which involves historical conspiracies and pirate booty. Not that kind of booty. <laughs> booty. Yeah. Uh, according to, Na- uh, to Naughty Dog, this is Nathan's greatest adventure yet and will test his physical limits, his resolve, and ultimately what he's willing to sacrifice to save the ones he loves. Now, although the original series writer and creator Amy Hennig and the game director Justin Richmond have left... Uh, the game directors of Last of Us, Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley, are heading the project now. Last of Us. That yeah, was a great game. That sounds like it should be good. That's a great game. Yeah. Now, you all know I'm not a big gamer, so it's no surprise I haven't played the preceding you know, right. games. We all know that. Um, but if you find the online trailer and take a look at the, the, the visuals, they're breathtaking. And you'll understand why I'll at least be looking forward to watching a good friend play it. <laughs> what are you doing now? What's that? Hit that button. Go, go back. <laughs> I own Uncharted, the original one. I loved it. And the only thing I didn't like about it was that... I like games that have some... And now I'm going to sound like Mike. I like games with logic. If I shoot a guy in the arm, I understand if he doesn't die. If I shoot him in the head, he's dead. <laughs> I love the games where you shoot him in the arm and they die. I'm like, what did you hit? <laughs> right? <laughs> but Uncharted was like that. Uncharted, you in the, in the first one, you had to hit him three times before he died. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's you know, it's a special bullets. That if you uh-huh. hit him in the arm, it just causes complete cardiac arrest. I just thought all the henchmen just had uh, their hearts transplanted to their arms <laughs> for safekeeping. Shit. They'll never think of it here. Oh, my arm. <laughs> Blast. Foiled again. <laughs> it was a horrible idea. And you've never played Uncharted before? You never like put your hands on no, it? No, he doesn't or? have a PlayStation. No. He hates oh, that's PlayStation. Right. PlayStation. He hates Even though, who knows? I mean, with the next-gen PlayStation. Because Xbox One's not thrilling me with what they have. Like, next-gen-wise. Right wow, now. okay. You, you right now. Me, I, my friend has an Xbox One, and, you know, it has the whole voice control thing where you mm-hmm. say Xbox or this. I said, Xbox, take over the world. It didn't do anything. Yeah. It just sat there. <laughs> Xbox, get a good game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's, sorry. I cannot not... help you. <laughs> I, I said, Xbox, get me a beer. Nothing. Maybe drink them all. You said that. Dude, it's like, it's, like, it's like Siri. <laughs> it's like Siri. It doesn't do much. Oh, Siri actually told me where I could hide a body. Yeah, yeah, we will tell you yeah, that. I know, I know. <laughs> All right. So that, 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 that's good for 2015. Let's go really quick into honorable mentions. Let's go into TV category. Right. My honorable mentions are, um, I had Agent Carter, but believe it or not, Walking Dead. People, I mean, even though we, we said we're not going to talk about it, I feel like it's a brand new season because I think it's starting, what, February? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's so much time. When was the last episode of Walking Dead? 
either November or December. Yeah, it just feels like it's too because I know everything with the mid, the what they call it, the mid season finales. Mm-hmm. Right. They usually wait about three weeks and then they restart it again. Yeah, something like Walking, that. Yeah. Walking Dead's waiting a very long time. Yeah, well, I mean, you figure the mid season finale for um, Flash and Arrow that'll be about a month as well. But this one, yeah, is definitely a good two to two and a half months. Yeah, like I, it's almost like when we talked about um, Desolation of Smog in the movies right. that when the watching Walking Dead, I'm gonna have to watch the AMC rerun of all those things right. just to catch me up because right. I'm like okay yeah Beth died but I can't remember all the other things that happened that's all I need to know and Agent Carter was definitely on my honorable mention because it was the only thing that I was like okay I'm, oh, and there's one t- oh what was the name of the show it'll come back to me I didn't write it down okay. they've been showing the commercials on WGN um, it was a comedy with the, with the um, it looks like Monty Python almost ish Gallivant yeah Gallivant oh the ABC yeah the fairy tale one yes yeah. really yeah that's what you're looking forward to it looks kind of funny uh-huh. he doesn't like the fairy tales right I know at all but it look, it's not fairy tales it's like, like, like Snow White Cinderella it's like you know uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's cool okay. okay. yeah. okay, sure. alright your honorable mention my honorable mentions I Zombie Yep, can't wait to see what that's going to be like. Uh, I love the comics. I cannot wait to see what they put on the. TV but did you say that the, 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 it's going to be different from the comic? I mean, it'll be slightly different, yeah. And I'm also, uh, Last Man on Earth. It's a show that's going to be premiered. Oh, on Fox. On Fox. Yes. Nice. So, okay. Last we'll, Man we'll, on we'll Earth. We'll see what that's going to be. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Mike. looking forward to iZombie on the CW. Also, I'm looking uh, forward to seeing how they're going to translate Preacher into AMC. Oh, I heard. Um, yeah, the comic book there because I mean the comic started off strong, then it just dwindled into a bunch of cursing and I really didn't find it enjoyable after a while. Um, but also I'm looking forward to stars putting on American Gods. I cannot wait for that. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, he talked about that um, um, a couple of months ago. Like I listened to Mike. You were the one you that asked me about the book. And then, yeah. <laughs> I did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Did wow. you read the book? I did. That's because I told you to read the book after we talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. So I cannot wait. Stars should be coming out with that at some point, um, probably later in 2015. It could be pushed to 2016, but I think they are still looking for it for this year. Are you scared of it being released by Stars because Stars is not as big of a network as Showtime or HBO? Nope. All right. Interesting. Didn't even occur. All right. Moving on to the big screen. Honorable mentions. For me, it's going to be Mission Impossible 5 and the one that I forgot. Sex after pregnancy. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Damn. I don't um, know if Tom Cruise is really going to be any help in that one. That's fucked up. (laughs) And the girl... Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. Ooh, The Hateful Eight. It's supposed to be about a post-Civil War bounty killer. It's supposed to be really good. And some of the names, like I think Kurt Russell's supposed to be in it. Sam Jackson, of course, is going to be in it. There's a couple of names there where I'm like, all right, it sounds very interesting. And it's nice. Quentin Tarantino. He hasn't come out with something in a while. So I think the last thing was, what's the last thing Quentin came out with? Django, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that I'm aware of. Anyhow. Django. Django Unchained. Django, and then before Django was... um. Oh man! Was oh. it Glorious Bastards or was something else between that? Wow, Glorious Bastards! I really right. don't know. I know it wasn't Glorious Bastards because I go as far back as um, the movie that we had a double feature with Guillermo del Toro. Right, that was yeah, that was way back. Um, that was uh, the Grindhouse. The Grindhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to very the, cool and Planet Terror. Definitely looking forward to um, the Hateful Eight. Yeah, that sounds like a group that you two should be a part of. The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight. Yeah. I don't hate. Whatever, <laughs> Ralph. Uh, I am looking forward to Jupiter Ascension, <coughs> Ascending. Do you don't even know the name? <laughs> you mean Sun. the one with the one with the wonderful, beautiful um, graphics, but Mila Kunis playing the star? Yes. <laughs> hey, it looks it looks Meg. Like and also a comedy with Kevin Hart called The Wedding Ringer. Oh, the he, one that's not funny. <laughs> the one where he plays a best man for hire. Yeah. It, it, the trailer looks funny. I just so happy that we don't review comedies on this. Show. <laughs> we got to do that one day. Reviews of comedies. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mike. Um, obviously, I'm looking forward to Terminator Genesis for July 1st. Okay. Um, I'm also looking forward to The Kingsman. I was looking for that. Right. And I can't wait to see this, but the cap can never, ever see this. What? Poor little bitch. That's me. <laughs> the, uh, the new Friday the 13th, which is due out November 13th. The new Friday the 13th? Yep. They're not picking up from the old one at all. That, that one just miserably oh, ended you, that series. You mean the Rob Zombie one? Yeah, that was Rob Zombie. He, that wasn't he, Rob Zombie. He did Friday Rob the 13th? The, he did the new Friday the 13th. I don't think so. Yes, he did. He did the new Halloweens. He, he did Halloweens, and then he did... See if he did Friday the 13th, if he did the no, new I'm one. I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure. I thought he did. I thought he picked that up. But yeah, so this one is actually going to have the mother in it in some kind of way, but we don't really? know. Really? We don't know if it's going to be really restarting it or not, but I'm looking forward to it. I love horror movies, and I love Friday the 13th. I can't do the horror movie thing. What's... Hey, shout out to my boy Jazz. <laughs> We're okay with that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What happened, Ralph? Found it? Rob Zombie did... Soundtrack, really? A soundtrack for Friday the 13th? No, no, no. no. Well, okay, well, honorable mentions for video games. This one, yeah, he, I didn't, had, he didn't do Friday the 13th. I Friday knew that. Th- All right, <laughs> I knew that. Blah blah blah. All right, um, most anticipated games for 2015. Honorable mentions. What kind of spitted games? <laughs> anticipated <laughs> games. All right, um, Legends of Zelda is coming out for Wii U. For all those puzzle people, you would get lost in that, Mike. I still kick out the first board. <laughs> it says push start. I did, but I don't know where to go. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat X. I cannot wait. Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom of Pain. And the game I was talking with you guys off the podcast about, Crackdown, only for Xbox One. Open world video game about a superpowered cop taking down superpowered criminals. Ooh. Open world's like, it's, it's definitely like um, Infamous meets um, Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. on crack. It's fantastic. Nice. Ralph? I'm looking forward to Quantum Break. It's a video game that's coming out only for Xbox One, which pretty sucks for me, but it, it looks pretty cool. Nice. And there was another game. I can't really remember what it was called, but it seems like a Tom Clancy kind of game. Oh, uh, um, oh shoot. Um, Rainbow Rainbow Six. No, no, no. Not Rainbow Six? The Division. Oh, The Division. Okay. Yeah, that's what's called. Tom Clancy's The Division. Yeah, Tom Clancy's. It's funny because I haven't read any of those books, but the games are a lot of fun. Yeah. But it's they're just copying off of Metal Gear. I'm just this, saying. This game mm-hmm. brings a whole new like play mechanic where you actually, with your iPad or iPhone or whatever, log into the game and you play like uh, aerial support, telling the people where they can go, where the uh, where the enemy is and stuff. Okay. Wow, that's that's, that's, that's very interesting. Okay, yeah. nice. All right, Mike. Um, I'm of Frogger. course looking forward to <laughs> Mortal Kombat X for the PC and the old and new Xbox and PlayStation. They're they're being very generous with that, so that means I can actually play it. It won't look as nice on my old 360, but you never know. And um, Assassin's Creed Victory, uh, which will be on PC and only the next gens of Xbox and PlayStation, but that might be delayed till 2016. Well, I mean... But it looks very beautiful. It's, it's in Victorian London. They always look... Uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed always... Well, this time they're also there because of, with the, for the next gen, anyhow, um, they're, you know, the buildings are changing now because the time periods are changing, so they're right. larger buildings, and there's a lot more to do inside, and now there's not places for convenient like cable lines from the walker cross so they're saying that one of his new things would be a grappling hook oh wow yeah so he'll actually be able to swing in and that'll add more adventure like there's one that i think he even fights on top of like a carriage like he has to fight some like child kidnapper kind of royalty or something like wow, that Wow. okay yeah it looks it looks really nice i cannot wait they, they always do a really good job yeah. um assassin's creed they always really do a good job so i can't wait to see that yeah, there was uh there was a video i saw on youtube where the guy's trying to look into the whole leap of faith that they do uh-huh. and seeing how if it was real world graphic uh, um, 
physics, mm-hmm. they would never be able to survive that leap of faith. Oh. Yeah. It's an interesting video. I would, I would he had to think about that? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Does he also need to know the water freezes at 32 Fahrenheit? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you have it. Most anticipated things, games, TVs, and movies for 2015. Please, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go. I think it's next. Geeks on the go. Take 227. Oh, be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) The audience will never hear those lost episodes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. They should never have seen Lost either. (laughs) Wow. See, I don't hate. They shouldn't see Lost. I tell the truth. Everybody loves Lost. Are you crazy? No, they don't. (laughs) What? Everybody loves Lost. No, I didn't like Lost. Yeah. Well, you're not everybody. (laughs) Right. And you know everybody. That's why I'm like, no, they don't. (laughs) All right. You know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we never make it under a minute. But it's 2015. We're starting brand new things. Mike's not hating. Ralph is is paying attention. And I'm stopping. No, I can't start her. Yeah, which pretty much disqualifies everything. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, I never answer it anyway. So, you know. Yeah. All right. Ready? Set go. Which supervillain will get a big push in comics for 2015? Mike. I'd like to thank every. No, it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Ultron for the movie. That's what I was thinking. Ralph. My my thoughts exactly. You think? Oh, really? That's such an original thought. Somebody else's thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I just you know took it, shined it up, and made it a good turd. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Lame or not, Batman Year One becoming a musical. Ralph. Not lame. That'd be awesome. What? Jim Gordon singing? Hell yeah. Mike. Not lame. The only time it makes sense, Batman's around a boy in tights. <laughs> All right. Lame or not. Star Wars, A New Hope as a musical. Mike. Lame, but I will be jamming out to Darth Vader's respiratory rock. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. Not lame. Just to see a, a Han Solo and a Wookiee going. Oh, God. How do you sing the song? Sounds like something else. Sounds like like gag porn. All right. <laughs> no, that's not that's not Ralph pressing a button. That's time's up. We're gonna keep going for our last question. Which one of these would you reserve? Would I reserve? I'm sorry. Reserve. Wow. Which one of these would you reverse back to normal? Would you reverse Falcon replacing Steve Rogers as Captain America? Thor becoming a female? Professor X's death? Or Wally West now becoming African America? African American, African America in the Flash. Oh, so you? I thought you wanted us to answer each one of these. So this is just a choice of one of them. I would say pick one. Oh, well, now that's nice to know. Now, yes. Which one of these? <laughs> pick one. All right, Ralph. I choose Z. The cap writing these geeks on the go questions. Are you gonna write? Thank them? you. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, I would have to say probably uh, Professor X death. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Mike? Um, I say Thor reverse from being a female because when I want to see a man's hammer in action, I don't want sits involved. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. But for all of them, I mean, most of them are reverse, except for Wally West, though, because, you know, now, because with Wally being black, Iris is now a woman of color, and we all know that Barry likes putting cream in his coffee. Ah, uh, <laughs> you were waiting to say that one. <laughs> I think I'll agree with Ralph on this one. I feel like Professor X's death. I mean, I know that, that Marvel was trying to move on the X team from relying on Professor X. They haven't relied on that man in decades. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why You didn't have to kill him. Right, exactly. I mean, they, they made Xavier a douche, but at least he wasn't a Nazi douche. <laughs> <laughs> Nazi douche. Hey. 
Is he a Japanese Nazi douche? <laughs> I, one thing Ralph hasn't hasn't let go of in 2015: bad impersonations. Well, I learned from you, Cap. Hey, 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 mine's are better. You heard my Irish one, huh? Yeah, we we heard that. <laughs> Shut up! All right, let me just give some shout outs real quick. Shout out to um, Aaron and Gabe. I'm challenging them to see if they even listen to this one because Gabe has a new phone now. Wow! <laughs> All right, Gabe has a new phone. Is and it a flip phone? Wow. <laughs> no, it's the big brick phone from <laughs> Saved by the Bell, Zach Morris. Used. Wow. Um, shout out to Thomas and Ivan. I, um, I haven't heard from Ivan in a while. Ivan, please give me a buzz. Tom, hope to see you soon. And shout out to my sister who actually told me she listened to a couple of the shows, which is funny as hell. Remind me off um, off podcast. I got to tell you what she said. You'll laugh, Mike. All right. All right. Um, any other shout outs you we have before we go? I like to shout out to my boys, you know. You know who you are. I'm glad to see your names. It's been a great year. Hope you keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know who they are, do you? <laughs> nope. He don't know my name. He just, know, he just like waves at them. Hey, what's like, up? Yeah, yeah, what's up? Hey, yeah. It's my boys. He sees so many guys in the bodega. <laughs> I'm in that bodega. How much do you eat oranges? <laughs> There's no oranges here. It's a bodega. Why, now you made a Mexican? What the fuck? How much do you oranges? So, any, any shout outs for you, Mike? Nope. Huh? Okay, so I get my work done in the beginning. You finish that quick? Yep. And that explains about and Mike's leaves. sex life and the show. <laughs> and leaves them wanting for more. Oh, of course you had to add that one in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the end of our show. So for MFG Mike the Finance Guy, RT Square Ralph the Tech, yeah. this is the cap saying keep it geeky. And please, if you're going to have me watch a movie, don't have anybody sing. Agony. <laughs>